0: So I don't know who put silver bullets in my gun, Mm -hmm. but it's not funny. Okay. Like this, the, the werewolf thing, I'm dealing with it. Yeah. Okay. And sorry, this is real hard to admit. Cause it's the first time I've said that out loud that I'm, I'm a werewolf and I'm carrying a gun to, to defend myself. And the fact that I find that you guys have silver bullets in all of our guns.
1: Yeah, well, like, it's kind, it's kind of about you, because we had to put them in all the guns, just in case you, in so, case the small of your back got real hairy again. You know, you know how that makes me feel After though.
2: After I get done with this Insta post, what? I'm going into this video store, and I will update you guys when I get out. Fuck. So I will be right back.
1: We just don't know what you're gonna
0: do next time. You, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do right now. Hi. Holy shit. Hi. hi.
2: Jagger, Jagger, do not run around this store. Do not run around this store and break stuff. I swear to God.
0: Ma'am, can you keep him off yeah. the... Can you make no, sure he's not...
2: First off, guys, I'm just here because I really... He- I heard about you guys. You do specific movies for specific people. And um, I just really want to film a movie to have for my followers to show them that... Um, How many followers you got? Know, um, like 2 million. On what platform? You don't want 2 million. <laughs> Insta? On Insta? Yeah, Insta Live. You guys haven't heard of me? No. I just want a movie that represents me in life. You know, I, w- I really want to... Um, I'm trying to actually i got into this thing where i'm trying to help out like local neighborhood stores and get them a little more like huh you know what i'm saying like a little more traffic stop it get get over there
1: bones i know these bullets are worth a lot but i'm gonna take a
0: shot at this lady
2: (laughs) yeah you, I'm
0: thinking maybe.
1: Do you
2: guys have any suggestions? I'm trying to get you guys some more followers, some more people coming into the store. Mm-hmm. I feel like our downtown area just needs an influx of more people. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Can uh, let, how about let's start with a series of questions? We yeah. find we find that that helps because you're right. Hold
2: on. First, I'm a Christian, and second, I'm a mom. Okay. Okay. Go.
0: Noted. Go. That you know what? Go. That speeds it up. Okay. Go. That speeds it up. Um, yeah, go, uh, what, what movies do you like? Is there a genre that you do like?
2: Um, say yes to the dress, but that's a TV show. Um, what I find, what I find
0: is that a, a, a lot of women are, they're, they're drawn to horror movies. They like the, they like that, that fear that a movie might give them.
2: Well, as long as the girl doesn't die or show her tatas off, I'm fine.
0: Okay. That's kind of tough in a horror movie. Kind of a staple of what we deal with is a is a tit or I'm sorry breasts in a um in in horror movies. Um, um, okay.
2: Jagger, put the put the red vines down.
0: Cron, can you help me out here? What's a movie that maybe an entitled white Christian woman who's also a mother with two? I'm a mother. She's Seem like, like
1: the main lady from Demons 2 to me. <laughs>
0: That's true. She's very, oh, very you entitled. Got you got that got That sounds way too scary. Did you see Demons 1?
2: It sounds way too scary. I would never watch anything with the word demon in it. Okay. Jesus. Um, praise the Lord. Not today, Satan. Not today. You
0: like getting your hair styled? Duh. Okay. Um, let's say you, you stop at the store and you need something to drink. Are you... You just getting the those are smart, smart, smart water. No, smart water.
2: smart water. What the fuck's wrong with you? Sorry for my language. You get right. all right. Tap water. No, ew. Who drinks okay, tap water so these days? Like Skinner. Do you know what's in that? No wonder your mustache grows all weird looking. Chronic, Did you swim am, in Am high I school? this
0: annoying when I turn? No. No. No.
2: What are you talking about why are I'm you... putting
0: regular bullets back in the guns. Why is okay, there dirt on the floor? This you know is... what?
2: I don't even want to rent. This
0: her. is what I was talking about. Like you know, when you hurt my feelings. Like I, I, I haven't hurt anybody, but in, I feel like I'd be justified in this woman, right? Yeah. Uh, for like, sure, would anybody yeah, have a problem if I ripped her to shreds? You know, ma'am, if... I've got the perfect flick for
1: you.
2: <laughs> Nicole is texting me. If you're gonna
1: turn, I'm gonna look the other way. Okay. <laughs> Well,
2: what why do you guys like this so i can get this done i can feel like a better person and have people come to your store and spend more money and you guys every time i come in here you can thank me so what is it two million on insta and i'm definitely gonna give a shout out to like what do you guys like seven day rentals or something uh, something like
0: that we're on a five day rental so if you bring this back oh, okay. by um next uh by friday which cron by the way is a full moon so uh Nice. Uh, so, ma'am, yeah, bring this back Friday. Just so you I'll know, be... like money,
2: money is not an object. Mm-hmm. Jagger, get over here. Can we
0: just tell you what movie we're going to convince <laughs> yeah. you to take?
2: Just let me insta. Hold on. Can hold on, we just, let me just, pull up my insta.
0: Can we just cut to that part already? Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm ready. Do it now.
0: All right. I'm holding it up to you because it's actually your job to say what the, you, I <laughs> <Let> mean, <laughs> The way this whole premise works.
2: Let me put my Norman Orton glasses on. Yes, I am live Insta streaming right now. Um, unhinged. Okay, I'll take it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight on Five Day Reynolds, unhinged.
0: Somebody was having too much fun with that character.
1: <laughs> Thought that up all day today
2: That was a few days ago Welcome back to 5 Day Rentals, the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we might, that we think meets a fun non-genre category. This round's category is mental illness. And this week's pick is Unhinged from 2020 with Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. I'm here with my co-hosts. Ron Howard, Bones, and Bones. Hey. And I'm Dan. Hi, Dan. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? It's a fine evening.
0: I did minimal driving today, so I'm in an okay mood.
2: Karan, did you make the good choice whenever you drove around town today?
1: I've just been sitting at stoplights, dude. Just waiting.
2: Sounds like you're in, in a little deep, bro.
1: Oh, I, this was even before I saw the movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, first thoughts on Unhinged, gentlemen? Gonna give anything away? Or I mean, it's a uh, tight race.
1: We. We had a discussion a while ago about movies that we were excited to see in a theater, and I was—I wish I could have seen this in a theater.
2: Why is that?
0: I think it could have. This would have been fun with a crowd of people, man. Absolutely, wholeheartedly agree with you, buddy. I was going to say that it's kind of a shame that this movie got kind of pushed away with the pandemic. So yeah.
2: Yeah, this was one of the very first uh, pandemic fuckers that the pandemic fucked, so. Well,
0: at least it only fucked
2: fuckers. Mm-hmm. Fucking fuckers. And uh, speaking of fuckers, well, I don't know. We're just a bunch, we're just three fuckers <clears throat> that are going to review Unhinged tonight, and you're going to sit through it fucking take it. There. Well, that's... What was that, Bones?
0: Never mind. Let's, let's get no, to...
2: Go, go ahead.
0: Now, like you said, I think everybody's on... Uh, I think we're on a little high alert, and uh, it's a tight race with rape right My Letterboxd, so I think you two are both trying to uh, play a little close, so...
2: We're keeping it close. Next, uh, Our next episode will be a rewind show, so we're still in hot contention.
1: One just one point separates Stan
2: that is true It all. all the marbles will be sorted out tonight. Mhm- on who gets to pick the uh snake draft
3: oh mhm
0: yeah. uh there is a uh my wife is below me watching she's starting her uh winter Harry Potter marathon that she does every year. If at any point you guys hear some uh, some wizardry, that's what it is. She does. But that's Kron doing that music right now. It's not, uh, it's no, that's not the, that's below. That's in Bones' house.
2: She does the same Harry Potter every, every year?
0: She does all of them. She tries to do all of them.
2: Like with a group or just her?
0: Uh, so this year I managed to pass this off to other people. So she's got a friend down there that she's watching it with. Cause usually in July she starts to go, I'm so excited to watch Harry Potter And uh I tried to get her, I was like, Let's do uh Lord of the Rings or something. Like let's switch it up. And she was like, No, nah, I wanna do Harry Potter. And I was like, You know what you should do?
2: Just The Fast and the Furious.
0: Oh man, I wish. Um No, I was like, just do just ask your friends which one they want to watch with you. Like let them kind of pick, like make it a special thing and then every weekend you can have a different friend come over and you can watch a new one. Or watch the next one, you know. So, that kind of works. She doesn't listen, so I can tell that uh now I ain't got to sit through them. Don't get me wrong. I I don't dislike the Harry Potter series. I think they're I think they're fun. Like they're much better made than a lot of other cash grab things.
2: I think I've seen five. I haven't seen them all. They're worth checking out. Karan, have you seen any of the Harry Potters? I
1: don't know. I've seen bits and pieces of several of them, I think.
2: So you couldn't tell us like which is which? I don't think I could, honestly. If I yeah,
1: could I could. Like a clip. Y- yeah, throw something out. I'll tell you which one it is.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not the guy. I'm not quizzing you on that, okay, tonight. Uh, I mean, I might later on. This evening, but
1: yeah, uh, Harry Potter know. four and the Chamber of Azkaban, dude, <laughs> you are close. <laughs> I know them
0: all. Mm-hmm. It's just weird ass words that are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. It's stone, chamber, goblet, prisoner, prisoner. Yeah,
2: there's a Jeopardy question the other night about one of them, and he got it wrong. What a fucking was, idiot. What a dipshit, like, dude. <laughs> she said a, the Goblet of Fire, and I think it was the Order of the Phoenix. I was like, he got Harry Potter. Like, give it to him. Come on.
1: It's Jeopardy, dude.
2: Yeah, but it's not your it doesn't matter.
1: Idiot should have just said Harry Potter, dude. He would have had all the bases covered. You didn't know which one I meant. Right. Mm-hmm. Technically,
2: I'm right.
3: Technically,
2: I'm mm-hmm. right. Um... Unhinged is directed by Derek Borty. It's made in 2020. Stars Russell Crowe. It also has some other people in it, but we don't really. We it got one of the. Uh,
0: Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. One, one of, of the men in black. Uh, yeah.
2: Our uh, our guy uh, from Zodiac.
1: And he's a uh, Poyle on yeah. well, Oh, he's mm-hmm.
0: Pound it, dude. He's
2: for, I guess Westworld he's
0: yes he, he's, he's, he's a lead there <laughs> yeah he's the young man in black right
2: <laughs> yeah that's right you just oh, spoiled s- it oh, spoilers sorry. for Westworld. Diablo Diablo Bones just dropped a Diablo hot sauce spoiler
0: uh, okay I don't know if that's Diablo or not
2: I didn't even watch season 2 I think <laughs> yeah, there's a 3 th- isn't there
0: there is yep
2: did anybody watch that?
0: I did.
1: Nope.
2: nope. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, get into Unhinged here. Um,
0: Do you want to get that boring right. bit out of the way?
2: Oh, shit, yeah. we uh, We're doing mental issues. This is our third film. Oh, you guys might have to do some help here. Our first one was Raising Cain. That was Karan's pick. Our second one was Split Second. With That was Bonesy's pick. Mm-hmm. And mine is Unhinged.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, some dead-ass info here. If uh, you guys out there are feeling uh, like you need some help, feeling suicidal, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That's one 800 2738255 uh don't feel ashamed if you need a little bit of help reach out if you need it we love all of you and care about you
0: and yeah a definite trigger warning on this i think there will definitely be some fucked up shit said um,
3: we have
2: quite a few mental issues here
0: yeah so
2: we're Once making, again, I've knocked it out of the park.
1: <laughs> well, I will say, I think everybody did a great job with this category. So, okay, that's good.
2: Thanks, Karan. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's coming from the category curator, Karan Howard. Yeah, and me I, included. And I will say, I thought Karan, so too.
0: That was a great mix of movies. Yeah, got, I enjoyed this c- category. We got some sci-fi. We got some tense thriller action. We got a. A De Palma, which is his own goddamn thing.
2: And like I said, next week is a rewind show, so Bones will not be revealing the new category until next week, folks. But still stick around for after showers. I mean, if we get there, who knows?
0: Yeah, we'll see how dirty
2: we get. Yeah. All right, boys. We ready? Got your hammers?
0: I got my hammer. I've Get already car su- horns. I switched phones with a random lady on the street earlier. Mm-hmm. Flip phone. I got some hydrocodone in me. Been taping iPads to the bottom of chairs. <laughs> if okay, you brought up the phone. <clears throat> I can't wait till we talk about the phone because there's so much about this dude that the prop department got fucking right.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, from 2020, unhinged. We open the film on a rainy night. Actually, a very rainy morning from what's later revealed. Uh, we got a Ford truck here. I believe it's an F-250. Oh.
1: Oh, it is. It's a real man's truck, yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah.
2: A real psychopath's truck, as five-day Reynolds' history has shown.
0: Got that metal bumper on the front of it it's a perfect truck yes it's got that brush guard on it that it's bull like horn it looks like a shark it's got like the the tone of a great white shark it it's is awesome gray, Yes. yeah
2: uh we got our main character here his name is the man that is his credited title um he's looking depressed He's taking some pills. He takes his wedding ring off, just flips it into the back of the truck. Uh, We cut over to the house. It's got a for sale sign up on it. Uh, It's raining cats and dogs. Uh, We got Mr. The Man, I guess we'll call him. He gets out of his truck, gets into the back seat, grabs his hammer and a gas can and heads for the door and starts beating the front door in with this hammer. Uh, we got He finally smashes his way through the door. We have a man and a woman inside. We're all seeing this from the point of the car, which I think is great. Yep. Windows rolled down, too. Who the fuck does that in a rainstorm? This psychopath
1: does. This guy doesn't care.
0: Well, now, I, I'm pretty sure Russell Crowe's putting off a lot of uh, CO2. He's probably fogging those windows. He needed a crack.
2: That might be true. Yeah.
0: Russell, can you not breathe as hard? Russell,
2: don't talk to Russell on set.
0: He's in I'm, character. I'm the man. Do you think he
1: was method with this and just stayed in character? Even in, he still should be in
2: character.
0: <laughs> he, Im- I thought he improvised most of this movie.
3: <laughs>
0: this is Russell Crowe, right?
2: <laughs> this is a day in a life. Uh, we got a, a a lady and a man inside. They start screaming. Uh, he just. Fucking hits him with the hammer, guys. We got a nice little blood spray onto the stairs. And we're all seeing this from afar. So it's not very, very violent, but it's violent. It sounds violent.
0: Notice this guy wearing pajamas got his ass beat.
2: <laughs> Did mm-hmm. you, was he wearing.
0: Yeah, he was oh, like, wearing. Kind of like he, was wearing tupy, he was wearing bottoms. He was wearing bottoms. I'm pretty sure had he met the man at the door butt ass naked, the man might have been a little startled
2: i so. was gonna ask if this happened to you would how would you react i mean i don't know i i think i might bet on russell crow against oh, naked
0: bones it, it's so fast oh uh this russell crow has got quite the center center mass and with that ball peen hammer yeah for sure it, it well, if this is, go ahead if this happened to me, I
1: mean, I would instantly wake up and grab my bedside hammer that I keep for just such an inst- instance.
2: If we would have started this movie off with a hammer fight, what? <laughs> what if stars.
0: What if that was the guy's hammer, though? Right?
3: Oh, you you think oh, Russell Crowe stole his no, bedside no, hammer I, from I was him? getting that
0: backwards. I was like, because this we find out this was Russell Crowe's old house. You know, what a bummer. If he had met Russell Crowe with Russell Crowe's old hammer. Mm.
2: He stops. That's his weakness. He's like,
3: oh, it's my hammer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this this could have been like a cool opening where we get the origin of how he got his kill Mm -hmm. hammer.
0: (laughs) He gives our hero shit later about no courtesy tap. He doesn't give a courtesy tap on this fucking door. I mean, he just.
2: (laughs) He gave a few. (laughs) Bam. Go the other way if a yeah. dude's beating on your front door with a goddamn hammer. Uh, <laughs> People rage, bro. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. The world is a stressful place. Mm-hmm. So we got Crow here, the man. He beats these two to death and uh, starts the house on fire. Uh, gets back in his truck, takes off.
1: That house goes up like a matchbox too. I mean, the Pretty thing quick. E- explodes as he's driving away. Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, we get a. Uh, this is where we get our title sequence. Uh, kind of preachy. I don't. I don't know. Seemed like he was adding a, adding some stuff in here that was trying to get you in the mood i guess but it's a whole bunch of bad news clips uh that eventually all turn into like violence and people fighting and people driving crazy and shit like that so
0: i to me i didn't take it as preachy as much as it was really trying to hammer in the like this could happen to you this could happen at any point like so showing like footage of people actually road raging and riots and all this shit like trying to convey that like this is all real footage that was caught
2: trying to convey that this is america
0: (laughs) yeah and then they do a lot later on to remind you the viewer that the whole movie's about road rage and like try to explain it to you like it's not in the lexicon of modern society it's like this new (laughs) thing you know
3: it's Mm -hmm. like
0: whenever you watch a skateboarding movie from the 80s and like skateboarding It's all about the half pipe. It's all, you know, they have to explain oh, all the kiddling. definitions of things. Yeah.
2: So we go through that. We get our unhinged title that pops up. We got a cell phone ringing. It's a character named Andy. He is calling Rachel. We pan over uh, her table. It's There's a book on there called How to Help Children Cope with Divorce. So we automatically know that she's going through a divorce.
1: Why is this lady sleeping on the couch? Isn't this her house?
2: That's what I was wondering, too.
0: I, I took it as she fell asleep reading the book.
1: I don't know. Maybe I still it's still get only, up and go to bed.
2: Maybe it's only a two-bedroom, and she gave her kid a room. So.
1: Yeah, but that means the other room went to her brother and his girlfriend.
2: Fred and Mary. But we'll get there. So she wakes up to uh, Andy's phone call. He pretty much says uh, that her ex husband Richard, who is, what's my name, and Rachel is actually my wife's real name in real life. So what's her fake name? Funny. Um, I don't want to just uh,
0: you don't want to blow up the spot.
2: Don't don't put that out there. Tiffany. Tiffany.
0: Tiffany, no A, just F F apostrophe N I.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Tiffany. Um, Andy pretty much says, uh, "Hey, you're you. I think you should fight this." Uh, she's like, "Look, I ain't got time for this. I'm late. Uh, can I have lunch with you?" He says, "Sure, I'll talk to you then." Uh, we get the kid. He comes downstairs. His name's Kyle. And uh, he pretty much says, "Mom, we're late again. I'm gonna get suspended." And she so doesn't care.
0: Detention. Yeah.
2: That oh, was detention.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, which is fucked up because it's his mom's fault, not his fault. He can't fucking
3: drive.
0: Oh, right off the bat, you, you, I have no sympathy for this woman. No. The I didn't it's, set an alarm, and then you find out. Yeah, she had a. She he the kid has to remind her that she has a client.
2: Yeah. And she's like, oh shit, so they're already late, so naturally we cut to the kitchen where they're having breakfast. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, you gotta get a meal in before you can
2: go mm-hmm. in. Hey, mean- fuck it, we're already late, you know? So, uh, This is where we meet uh, Fred. He is Rachel's brother, correct? Yeah. And he's talking to uh, their mom who we learn has been put in a home because she's got the uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or something along those lines. So he's trying to walk her through a FaceTime call, I guess. Just pick
1: up the phone and
2: call her. (laughs) And then, yeah, this seems more like his fault than her fault.
1: Yeah. we will say that. Yeah. Just call her on the phone, for God's sakes.
2: He's like, I can't hear you. So he hangs up. Uh, They got the news on in the background. It's has the report about the house that uh, caught on fire. Um, We get Rachel. She comes back downstairs. They kind of have some conversations. Uh, She's pretty much like, we need to go. Where's my candy cane scissors? Uh, And then we, she talks to Fred we get Mary. She comes downstairs. This is Fred's girlfriend, our fiance. Uh, this is kind of where we go into the detail about the mom, how she went to uh, the home and all that. So we, we cut to outside. Uh, Kyle and Rachel are getting into the Volvo. Oh, uh, this-
0: I, did you guys sort of roll your eyes at the brother and like his dialogue, like the usual, like, I told you I'm going to get the business going.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. she gives
0: him the whole, like, why can't you throw in on the rent? Like, I don't feel like you need any of that, you know? <laughs> I it, it To me, it could have been, like, she needs help with the brother. You know, like, you don't always have to do the...
2: Well, he looked like he was in high school as well, you know what I, I mean? Or, or at least college or something.
0: I couldn't tell if Kyle was 12 years old or 22 years old <laughs> at times. Like, okay. All right. But I just... That was the first the first little section of like cringy dialogue that I wish they would have taken another Passover was all at the kitchen table. Like the, the stereotypical, I told you I'm trying to get the business going, you know, like you don't, you don't need any of that. Their argument could have been about the mom. They don't need to have anything about rent shortages and shit.
1: Fred's
0: just hanging out, getting stoned. I mean, yeah, he's just chilling. He's like fake working later, but really just watching TV. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: he's just hanging around till him and the fiancé, she kicks him out. That's, that's, that's all that is. We know what he's up to. Uh, we cut to back outside. Kyle and her are loading up into the old Volvo. Uh, she meets her neighbor, Rosie, who just got a new van. And uh, her license plate says Rosie One on it. Uh, they kind of have a little conversation about whatever. Uh, so we get on our way to school. Uh, she's uh, running into... You think she was track. pissed
0: she couldn't get Rosie? You think Maybe she they could, were like... I think, think she pissed six. off that there was already a Rosie. Yeah. You're like, Fuck, no, I be he, Rosie won. I, I think you six. gotta have six. Yeah, you gotta
2: have six. So she did Rosie one because it had six digits.
0: I, okay. Is that every state?
2: Well, this was shot in the beautiful state of Louisiana. So I don't know. If
0: okay. Good call. Good call.
2: But I know in Missouri it is six. It is six. That's right. I did. I tried to do cardinal, or I did Cardinals license plates one time, but I never turned them in to to get them. So
0: I am just thinking about any time you ever have to like sign up for a, especially you know thirty years ago when you're signing up for email addresses and shit. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. going to use my Passport. name so people can find me. They're like shit. There's already. Well, I guess I'll do one. I'm like, nope, there's already another one. And fuck it, I'll do sixty-nine. So, like, it's
2: already one of those. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> How many bones are there? So we're off to school. They're running into some traffic here. Uh, she tells Kyle to check her phone for the freeway traffic. Um, he seems very odd. Like against the freeway, but they don't, they don't explain that.
0: Well, he he's he like, knows he's going to be late. He knows okay. that the freeway is going to be clogged and yeah. has a tendency to get clogged.
2: Cause yeah, he says you can't trust the freeway. And I'm like, what's this kid got against the freeway?
0: It's like Morpheus. It's what he teaches. Uh, no, that's true. What's her name in and the matrix. I mean, I, I think it's just, if
1: you get on the freeway, you can't really get off the freeway. <laughs> That's another great point too. Like you're just stuck there mm-hmm. till till you get to an exit ramp.
2: Oh, clearly we see that that does not stand in her way when she does get onto the freeway. The she thing, decides to take the freeway.
0: The only thing ever really standing in her way when she's driving is a woman with a laundry basket who pitches <laughs> <laughs> at her later on,
2: cusses her out. This is not how you drive. <laughs> Well, and her fucking ego, but you know what? Yeah. So, uh, we, they, she decides that she's going to take the freeway. She gets on, we get a classic divorced dad call here where he even cancels the ball game. Dude. Oh, that's where I think the dialogue was like, oh, this, right,
0: this really was fucking awful. Because the kid, I mean, does your kid when she call like when you talk to her, does she instantly start talking about that stuff? Because he's immediately like blah blah
2: blah Fortnite. Like they couldn't have yeah, and she tells me like the shit that what happened at school or what she did at school if like Rach calls me or something. So (sighs) she's younger. Not she's not
0: this kid's age. Yeah, I'm just putting my hat on. I'm like. I'm trying to do a little work for it you know why doesn't he he doesn't even try to soften the blow at all you know so yeah like, i gotta work like he could have asked hey hey how you doing blah 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 you know you've been playing a lot of Fortnite, you know and then you want to hear about my new strategy hey, hey it's actually not a good time hey i wanted to t-. you know like you could have because he immediately just like shuts him down
2: Cancel the ball game. No, we're not playing Fortnite later. Mm-hmm. I gotta go.
0: Unless they they looked at it and they went, "Listen, this woman, we already don't like her enough. If we made her ex husband nicer, we're gonna like dislike her even more. So maybe we need to have the ex husband like a little worse than her because she sucks so much."
2: I don't understand why the husband wasn't like, "Why the fuck aren't you in school right now?" Like. <laughs> It's 9:30. <laughs> like
0: Yeah. That would have been a great know. that would have been a great line of dialogue cuz then she could have said like you could be helping me out here. You know, that could have been a a, a point of contention adding to her stress. So, that's a good point.
1: I kind of like how stereotypical all the beats of dialogue are at the beginning of this though cuz it's kind of like by the time you get to the meat of this movie, you don't need to be thinking about any of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that is sort of a standard horror thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like that you get to, like, you kind of, you don't necessarily have to work on those things. Those, those are, those are the, the foundations of the story that are already there and allow you to kind of fill in the other stuff and pay attention to other things, which is a -hmm. a reason I think horror does really well because people can focus on these random little, little tweaks, but. It's so important for you to want her to not be killed by this guy that I think you have to... I think he could have tried a little bit more, but...
2: So, yeah, we got a classic dad, divorce dad thing, canceling shit and not going to be there. And I think that's the last time we hear about Richard... I mean not that we don't hear we hear about him but he he's not a part of our story anymore after mm-hmm. this. So Uh yeah, we go over to the Fortnite strategy here. Um this film if it is put across to you you need to take that in. I will say that. Cuz everything lines up, okay? It does a good job of Putting a bow tie on everything. So, um, we get a phone call from Deborah. Apparently, this is uh, Rachel's biggest client. She's a hairstylist. We learn, uh, gentlemen. Those emojis that I sent you earlier on in the week was the story of unhinged.
0: Oh, cool. Let's let's That's go. Let's dedication. revisit that since you brought this up. yeah yeah you've got yeah haircut horn truck and the horn you know what threw me off you put the hammer at the end
2: yeah I, if you'd put the hammer I, after first after I sent it, I was like ah, I should have did hammer yeah
0: hammer. I'm
2: t- yeah I probably should have started
0: with hammer I can't get the hammer fight out of my head now <laughs>
2: this and old boy would go great together mhm so we get a call from Deborah. Uh, Rachel pretty much is giving her every excuse in the book. But Deborah's not having that shit, gentlemen. She's like, you know what? Ever since you lost the salon, Rachel, get your shit together. Like, you're fired. So she gets fired to add to the misery of the day that she's going through. Do
1: you think that's what, like, I've had the same lady cut my hair for the last... I think three years almost, and if I decided to go somewhere else, I would not fire her.
2: Oh, no, I think three years, you need to call. Well, I might say, like, I'm
1: going to go somewhere else, but I would not use the language, you're fired.
2: I think you should, Kron. I think you should say, I'm officially firing you.
1: Wow. (laughs) Just seemed like some weird bit of... you know dialogue to throw in
2: just don't make another fucking appointment with her that's that's all you have to do
1: yeah just say like well i'm gonna go
0: to so and so then
2: yeah you just don't even make an appointment
0: well maybe the maybe the woman has like a standing appointment with her maybe she's got you know every every tuesday the first tuesday of every other month or something you know and that's Mm -hmm. what she meant by that was like
2: yeah
0: And I, i absolutely get what you're saying i wouldn't
2: that's that's yeah okay and if she calls I'll be like yeah I, I went somewhere else it's fun while it lasted
0: it's like if uh, the delivery driver is like handing you food and you take it and you go thanks but I think I'm gonna have to let you go
2: yeah
1: <laughs> using using Uber Eats next
0: time yeah. so I think I think this is it for for you and I <laughs> you're officially fired.
2: Better coupon over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so yeah, she gets fired. So this adds to the stress of the day. Yeah, Uber uh, Eats
0: doesn't d- have those creepy fucking fat animated people dancing and shit in the commercial. Is that Grubhub? Seen have you seen those Grub? I don't
3: know, man. The cats like obesity the is such a
0: it. is such an okay thing now. It's beautiful. It's fucking awful.
2: Burr went over that last night, <laughs> but um. She decides she's going to get off the interstate. She drives on the side of the interstate to get off of it. Very unsafe here, Uh, but she does end up getting off.
0: I'm going to allow this. I'm going to allow that she's close enough to the exit. What I didn't like was that she had to like cut through the lane. A few people, yeah. Yeah, like how would they? Those people would not have made room for her. But if you're on the same side and you got over and you took, you know, you took the shoulder to get to the exit, I'm okay with that.
2: It was close. Yeah, I guess I'd give it to her. If we're
0: going to allow motorcycles to cruise down and do shit like that, like us normal people in cars, we got to be able to make that decision as well.
2: So Rachel gets off the exit ramp here and she gets behind a gray F-250. Light turns green. The truck does not move. Rachel gives two honks. And she swerves and gives another honk as she's swerving around him, and kind of looks at him and continues on.
1: I think the honk was warranted. The light had been green for a while. First honk, you don't go. Then, what are you gonna do? But, I mean,
0: but the intensity of the honk is Im- yeah, is guess, is, imme- but- is an immediate like what the fuck when it could have just been a ta ta. Yeah, but if like you hear he was...
1: one honk at the green light, you should instantly look up and then you do like the wave like, oh yeah, I was not paying attention.
2: Third as she's going around. That's not necessary.
1: That one might have overdone
2: it. Yeah, I'd say that.
0: But so I, um but then to also sort of agree with you though, like if after those two aggressive honks he hasn't made any motion, I can kind of see her frustration of like driving by like Hey, like, what, you know, that well, I sort you, of get. You give
2: the what the fuck, but you don't honk in what the fuck. You know what I mean? You go around and you're like, fuck, dude, come on. Yeah. But you're not honking. Have you
1: guys ever been in a situation like this?
2: I was in uh the one the other day. I did a courtesy to boom, boom, but his blazer had broke down. So, (laughs) see that he he was he was out front with the hood up working on it. (laughs) no he was in the car still that's why
0: he was underneath it it was jacked up (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. it went like this he's like and then he put his lights on like his hazards Uh oh like Like it just died hazard on yeah Yeah. and i'm like all right man you're fine sorry
1: i got into a really weird one recently out here oh shit i was at a four-way stop person to my right got there before me so they went they turned I start going straight and the car right behind them does the same turn doesn't stop at the four way Mm -hmm. so I give the the short honk just to say like I was like I should be going now and then as soon as I honk the car that cut me off too was a white Porsche by the way but as soon as I honk he just stops like in the middle of the road and then he's like waving me and I'm like, just, just go, dude, just keep moving. But he's like, no, come up. So now I'm in like the lane of oncoming traffic. So I stop next to him and I just say, what? And he's like, you don't need to get mad. And I was like, I'm in oncoming traffic. Just go like, please just keep moving. And then he was like, fuck you. And he just drove off. And I was like, all right, dude, whatever.
2: That's why you need to keep a hammer in your car. Yeah, you never I know.
1: Mean, I just... I was like, I don't know what this guy's deal is, man.
2: Well, that's a nice Porsche, sir. Well, man, to me, it's... nice when
1: I'm done. To me, it's like, if you drive a car like that, anytime you fuck up, somebody's gonna
0: honk at you, so... That's a good point. Yep. The whole, like, don't get mad, bro. Like, you don't need to get mad. It's like, what else can I do? Like, you, yeah. you... You you get to be you. You get to drive a Porsche. You get to just drive however you want to drive. And I'm, you're putting all that shit on me.
1: Well, to like, me it was just like one, you already cut me off, which is dangerous. Two, now I'm in oncoming traffic in that lane.
0: I'm surprised like, you did that. Me, I would have yeah, just, just, I would have just paused right there. I, I would have, because once I've honked, I'm invested in the. Oh, we're we're going whatever whatever happens happens when I, a honk to me is a fight like a Just honk a honk one is one
2: honk yeah no, one I, honk uh, is hey asswipe no, you but, did something wrong but,
0: but there you can there's a difference there's a bump hey you got but i'm saying bump what the fuck like I, the i'm if i were a knight it would be me taking off my glove like <laughs>
2: Somebody needs to write a honking rule book.
1: Well, I didn't, it, like... I didn't blare on it. It was, like, the quick, like... I just B-b-b-b-abbed jabbed it. it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I get I that. I get what you're saying. You're like, hey, asshole. Like, come on. Like, pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You fucked up. You You need to keep going, but I want you to know that you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: Yeah. That's what it was.
2: I'm not going to stop and fight you. Like, I just wanted you to go and know that you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I get you. I get your
0: Because there's nothing you can do. Because there's so, right. many, so many people that just, they commit to the fuck up that they're going to do. And, yeah, have you ever been in a thing where you got a left turn lane and then a, a straight lane? And somebody's in the left turn lane and they decide, and like, up. oh, I'm just going to go straight. And they're, like, right yep. next to you. That happened to me. The other day, and Sam was like, "I don't think yeah, she's like, gonna stop. I don't think she's gonna stop." And I was like, "Well, I am gonna fucking call her bluff." And I am the five driver. If she if she drives into the oncoming traffic, she drives into the oncoming traffic. Like I am, I am not she fucking moving. She could have hit. Yeah, if she changed her mind, she could have hit her signal and waited for everybody else. You mm-hmm. know, or she could have flagged me down because I've seen people like I've had people flag me and say like, "Hey, I need to get in that lane. Can I get in front of you real quick?" Like, yeah, go ahead. You maybe you don't know the street. Go for it. But
2: Yeah, it happens on Fort Leonard Wood. There's a straight and a turn and they do it every time. Yeah. And I don't I think they're just new there and they just they just don't realize it.
0: My thing is like so you're in St. Anything. Louis, if you just do three more uh uh left turns, you'll 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 come back here. Yeah. Like if, if you fuck up, usually you can get back to where you are. <laughs> it's like how shapes work, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So she swerves around uh, the man here and uh, gives another honk. As soon as she pulls around him, she runs into some more traffic. Touche on her, right? Um, we get the F-250 here. She, he pulls up beside her. And uh, we're going to go through this exchange in some detail here, gentlemen. Um, he rolls his window down. And signals for her to roll her window down. And she looks over, but she does not. But Kyle in the back here, the son, he rolls that shit down. So uh, he says, I don't even get a courtesy tap first. Uh, and she just kind of, she's like, ignore him. She look, she's looking forward. The kid's just kind of staring at him like, oh shit. And uh, the man here decides to explain to the kid What a courtesy tap is. I don't, uh, what does he say? I don't even get a courtesy tap first. Do you say, does he even know what a courtesy tap is? Uh, That's when she says, ignore him. He gives an example of a courtesy tap on the horn. It's light. It's friendly. (laughs) Trying to get somebody's, like trying to get somebody's attention. I'm sure that's what your mom meant. Uh, is a courtesy tap is that what you meant ma'am uh rachel snaps back she says it's not what i meant the light was green you weren't moving the kid tells her to stop like like you're acting mean pretty much Mm -hmm. this is the kid telling her that so um rachel says uh some people have places to be and he said, I'll admit, I was a little zoned out back there.
0: we going through a tough time.
2: I've been kind of having a yeah. hard time lately. That's it. Rachel says, join the club. The man says, sorry. I'm sorry that, that uh, you are, and I'm sorry that I might have made it worse. You accept my apology, and we can move on, pretty much. Rachel says, sure, whatever. In a mean, white bitch way. Sure, whatever. The man says, perfect. If you could do the same, we could press restart. Blank stare from Rachel. Ma'am, I was saying we could, if you could just apologize. She interrupts him very rudely and says, yeah, I heard you. And the man says, and? Rachel, uh... Rachel comes back with uh, what every white woman loves to say. I don't have anything to apologize for, sir. Uh, The kid tells her to apologize. This is the second time that Kyle tells his mother to stop being a big old B word. Mm. So um, the man says that's not very true. But that's where we are in this world today. Or what does he say? She says, oh, uh, hold on. Oh, well, yeah, the kid tellers. Then he says, that's not very true. That's where we are in this world today. We seem to have developed a fundamental inability to apologize to anyone for anything. I don't even think you know what a bad day is. Uh, he's getting very agitated at this point. The man is. But you're going to find out. You hear me, Miss? You're going to fucking learn. And he puts his sunglasses on.
1: (laughs) Guys, do you think Alex Jones was too busy to take the part of the man?
2: I think Mr. Crow based it off of a clip that he's seen, maybe.
1: It just seems like it's... This role was tailored to him, and (laughs) I don't know why he's not playing it.
0: He crushes this bit, right? Yes. Crow just fucking... Because this is... This first time he's talking. Mm-hmm. This is the only the second time we've seen him so far. You don't really see, when she drives around him, they don't show the inside of the truck or anything. You don't know if he's passed out or what, but man, does he fucking crush this aggression towards her.
2: It does it, just. It's a it's, slow build,
0: too. Yeah.
1: Well, his character does seem very like, uh, I don't know, like men's rights or something, you know? Like the whole world has screwed him over and.
0: Yeah. He, he's gonna get even. hmm.
2: No, he tried. Oh but yeah. He tried.
0: Well it, in in the performance I can you can you can see where he's like really thinking he's holding it back. Like oh, uh, he knows. I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. He's like I am so aware of what I can I literally just beat two people to death and burn my house <laughs> down. Like I do not want to do this again. Four hours ago. Yes. Like I he is literally one sentence away from like, bitch, you got to apologize, or I can't control what comes out. Like, so her last interruption on him is like, like you said, when he puts the sunglasses on, it's like, oh fuck. All right, well, I know, I guess, I know what I'm doing today. Fuck breakfast. The, gr-
2: the greatest thing is that this is about the time that all the traffic takes off from this stoplight. If you listen carefully in this film, the courtesy tap happens in the background to where they're because they're not moving because they're right. talking to each other. <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed that or mm. not. So we get the Volvo, it takes off, we get the F 250, it speeds up and pulls right in front of Rachel. He kind of swerves into the other lane and to get in front of her and he kind of slams on his brakes so she has to slam on her brakes.
0: You guys ever been so pissed off you do a brake check?
2: No.
1: No, man. I'm always too worried they're not paying enough attention. So
2: it's like, then I'll have to deal with all that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did it one time on somebody who was just like texting, like just phone up, and they were like, two or three times where they just like almost came into my lane and I, it it just made me wish like I had his fucking F250 I got <laughs> or my dream has always been like a real big truck with rubber tires tied around it like a tugboat so I could just like bump people off the road and when when the lanes merged into just one lane I didn't necessarily brake check I just fucking slowed down and just like fuck you and then when they were like what are you doing then i just fucking took off like if i could cause you any inconvenience it's worth it
2: i do it if people are like riding my ass especially going down like frog hill it turns to 25 there like yeah, i'll slow down to 25 especially if i'm in the govy car it's like i'm getting paid by the hour i'm doing a speed limit man <laughs>
0: I get annoyed by that, too. Like, when you're in, like, you're going through a residential neighborhood and you're hitting a lot of stop signs. Like, I drive a stick, so I'm not going to hurry up and shift to fucking fifth gear to stop in two blocks. So I'll cruise in second gear doing 25 because it's a fucking neighborhood when it's posted 25. And you get the people that are just, like, stop and go at the stop signs. So they're immediately back up on behind. Like, dude, chill the fuck out. Yeah. I, was like, God damn, I guess Waze told you to go this way Because it saves you 30 seconds But
2: Are the dudes riding your ass And you're like what the fuck They pull into like Sonic You're like really <laughs> <laughs> so Get him his fucking happy hour
0: mm-hmm. Three to
1: five Yeah dude it's... Gotta get that half price Coney o- Ocean water <laughs>
2: and you too can enjoy sonic brownie blast mix uh, Just use the code 5 day rentals at uh, your local sonic fuck that yes. we're a,
0: we're a butterfinger blizzard family now
1: <laughs> yeah when you go to sonic make sure to scream 5 day rentals at your car hop and
2: they'll and give you your finger. they'll give you your food for free
0: and then fire them before you leave
2: <laughs> yeah sorry some i'm sorry Samantha uh no
0: this is the last footlong Coney you're bringing me.
2: <laughs> I've been serving you all summer, Eric. <laughs> so, all right. She, he pretty much, yeah, brake checks her there. He speeds off. He kind of makes a half turn in the middle of the road to just fucking stare at her. And then he takes off. Um... She kind of tries to settle things down with the kid. He gets the window rolled back up and everything. Uh, This is when she starts asking about his Fortnite strategy again. Uh, He's like, you're not even interested in it. So he kind of tries to explain it. And she's like, yeah, I don't know what what you're talking about. But she does promise him a Butterfinger Blizzard, guys, after uh, school that day. Because he got detention for for her making him late.
0: How far Mm -hmm. away is this school? Is it in a different county?
2: Yeah, she's probably like that this far.
0: is this it feels like it's super fucking far.
2: Uh, I guess she got the interstate there. But I guess she had all that c- confrontation with the man, so yeah, it makes it feel a little longer. But yeah, it's kind of I don't know, it just maybe, seemed... maybe she's using like her dad's like address to get him it, to keep him at a better school than where she's at maybe.
1: Right. Maybe it's, like, you get on the freeway and it's only, you know, two exit ramps away or something. Like, yeah. not that big of a distance.
2: So, Cause, we get a call. Because
0: I get it if, if like, why is he on a bus? Like, if she's taking him to school, if you told me, like, they live far enough away, you know, but they felt like they lived in a neighborhood. hmm. Rosie couldn't. Like, Rosie's a minivan person now. Like, he couldn't hop in with them.
1: Yeah, she should be driving eight or nine kids to school every morning. Yeah.
2: Well, maybe they just became friends, and, like, she's not comfortable with asking her yet. But she's getting there.
3: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: They're, they're like, one, like, wine mixer. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know?
2: Before she fucks her husband, and, you know, that's a different movie. (laughs) So she promises him a, a Butterfinger Blizzard, which, folks, if you haven't had one of those, I haven't either. I don't really like Butterfinger. No, I prefer, I prefer Reese's, but that's just me.
1: Oh, Butterfinger's good,
2: dude. you're a Butterfinger guy?
1: Yeah, they're good. Hey, you got that?
2: I could rap- never make it through a whole candy bar.
1: You got that rap scallion Bart Simpson out there telling uh, you to need a Butterfinger? I mean.
2: It's more fun than that. Yeah. So we get a call from Andy here. Um
0: I like a Halloween butterfingers. You know, I like a mini. The the mini, the mini fun one's size. good. Yeah. Any more than that and it's like a little a little too much.
2: Yeah, we're not giving out an address for you guys to send us candy. We're not we're not doing that. Listeners. All right, so we get a call from Andy. Um He's kind of asking what's going on. She kind of explains that she had a little confrontation here. Uh, she wants to know if he can meet up at Darrow's for uh, pancake therapy uh, for breakfast instead of lunch. So he's like, okay, that's cool. So this guy, Andy, is clearly stuck in the goddamn friend zone. And once this divorce goes through, he's... But he's well,
0: married, I guess he's married he's himself. Married.
2: That's right. Just, ah, fuck.
0: Some guys is just nice, man.
2: Okay. I'll give it to Andy. All right. So, uh, before she meets up with Andy, she goes into the, uh, stops at the gas station because oh, naturally. She
0: almost pulls out in front of another car leaving the school. She's distracted. She's driving distracted Which, and, and almost causes.
2: When she was calling Andy. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, let's chalk this up for another Bones Don't Give a Fuck about this lady points.
2: So naturally, like every woman would rather go to Starbucks than go get gas her car's on empty. So, we love you ladies.
0: You think Starbucks goes, should start selling gas? You think they'd make money? Fuck. <laughs> they If they, just if they sold-
2: had a if, if you bought like a caramel macchiato latte and then you could have a Starbucks employee fill up your gas tank. Money, dude.
1: That'll be $83 for the gas.
2: So That's no before coffee. the gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my turn to buy coffee for the office, babe. Um, she goes into the gas station. She um, gets a smart water and she goes back up to the cashier. And buys five Powerball buy for tickets. money
0: if she's buying a smart water from a gas station.
2: And five power... You're gambling when you got all this, like, divorce going on?
0: Oh, <laughs> dude,
1: you gotta gamble.
2: No. No, ma'am. How are you gonna buy that Butterfinger Blizzard later? So anyway, she notices on the security footage of the gas station that the gray f250 or as bones like to call it the great shark the great white shark is is out there behind her car and she kind of stops and looks and the cashier being a a decent cashier here notices mm-hmm. she's kind of flustered and asks what's uh, if there's something wrong and she's like no but then she's like yeah you know what i think that guy i think is he's following me that guy in the truck well, we have another guy here, a customer, who's buying a pack of cigarettes.
0: And you know he's cool because his hood's pulled up over his hat.
2: Yeah he's, yeah, he's got a hoodie on.
0: Yeah, and he's got that denim jacket on. He's a real cool dude. Buying a, a, real- buying a pack of smokes. He looks like a Marvel character on the run.
2: Mm-hmm. He's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. He pretty much says, like, or, or the cashier says, oh, he's road raging. Like I think that's the first reference we get to road raging in this film,
0: well, outside of the title sequence, yeah,
2: yeah, but so,
0: I, but you don't need it the way that it's like they're trying to explain it to people it's almost like if they marketed this to other countries where maybe they I don't know maybe road rage doesn't don't have that, but I feel like Russia there's like a shit ton of road rage, it's why they all have cameras,
2: probably like for Sweden they're like yeah, what's this but yeah, yeah, clearly you can tell. Like we've already seen, the guy is parked behind her. So yeah,
0: I cannot believe all these people and they uh, they fight in the vehicles.
2: Don't they just ride their bicycles? Who is going to
0: chase a Volvo with a Ford? <laughs> you with simply a
2: monster t- truck.
0: <laughs> you simply turn when it is your turn, and you drive when it is your drive.
2: follow the lines and the lights. There's a
0: grey Ford truck and a Volvo and they're fighting and the woman says a road rage
2: you think this movie was called Ford what? versus Volvo in that country
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright so Christian Bale so got our... fat again grows a neck can't keep doing, doing beard. this you can't <laughs> keep
0: doing this Bale
2: what if Bale got fat And did the same movie just as Russell Crowe's character. (laughs) I'd watch it. So, all right, this guy comes up. The customer comes up with like, all right, I'll walk you out to the car. You can get in the car. Like, he's probably bluffing. And if he tries any, if he takes off and follows you, I'm going to get his plates. And then we'll fucking call the cops. Which uh, the the cashier actually suggests, like, you want to call the cops. And she says, uh, Rachel says no. So uh, they they take off through or out to the parking lot. There she finishes pumping her gas, gets in the car. We got the uh, our hero guy here. He stares him down, uh, pretty much like uh, Rachel takes off in the car. He's like, "Good choice, buddy. Uh, just keep it chill. Like good choice, not following her. I got your plates right here." And he like points to his head. Um, the man here. He says, "You know what? I've already decided what I'm going to do today." So he just runs this fucking guy over. So he starts to pull forward with his F two fifty. This guy gets hit, and he's kind of pushes off to the left. And then we get another car that just comes and smacks the shit out of him from the opposite direction.
0: Hell yeah! It's pretty. I don't, pretty don't know good. if it's not the man's fault, really.
2: No, no, I don't well, know. the
0: Why guys. Isn't. The guys, you know. You can't be walking through the thoroughfare there. You know,
1: he did push him into oncoming traffic, so.
2: Bones is totally defending the man here. Mm-hmm. Uh, So we get another kind of a chase here. We get the F-250 kind of just ramming in the back of Rachel's car. She hits some traffic, so he keeps ramming her into the back, ramming into the back of her, and then finally the lights change. Nobody notices this. Like all no, these other I mean, cars, they're, they're just like whatever. They're all
0: on their phones, not paying mm-hmm. attention, man. They're dreaming of Butterfinger blizzards, and
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think a couple of them were eating little fun-sized Butterfingers, yeah.
2: so <laughs> just licking their fingers. Mm-hmm. So the lane, are the the light, finally changes, and uh, she drives away. This movie does a good job with the lights changing and the the kind of the flow of traffic. I noticed it I feels think. it feels like, realistic.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, there's very few times where it's like just them on a back street. Yeah. You know, it feels like they're actually shooting these on.
2: Yeah. Everybody's doing everything around them. I thought that was, I thought that was good.
0: I think the driving is shot really well. I think it's tense. I think you never feel like, uh, there's only two shots that I could think of that like, Oh, that's for sure. Digital. Or like Mm -hmm. a composite. I think when the dude got hit by the car, and then there's a, a shot much later in the movie that's like, oh, that's for sure. But everything else feels like it feels to speed. It feels like they're actually out chasing after each other.
1: Yeah, I thought all the car stuff looked good. I guess I noticed the guy getting hit by the car um, in that opening scene where he hammers that dude to death. I think there's like a digital blood spray. Oh, okay. But, oh, on
2: the stairs, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's like all the actual automobile stuff. I thought looked pretty good.
2: I wonder if the gore is I don't think it's CGI.
0: Oh, it is. Is it? Yeah, I'm yeah. i I bet a lot of what of the shit at the end
2: is, yeah, gonna, is doctored I, up. I, I, I maybe not the diner when we get
1: the, to... the diner looked somewhat practical, I thought. Yeah,
2: I think so too. Maybe not the Coming off the table, the blood flowing off that—that might have been, but we'll get there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got a—he pulls up. A, we got Rachel. She's frantically looking for her phone because we do get a, a, a shot before she guys go into the gas station of her phone. And remember, everything always comes back in this movie because mm-hmm. well, everything they, he shows you is important to the story.
1: They did do a little like ham-fisted setup at the beginning, too, where her son's like, you don't have a passcode anymore? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. no. <laughs> like,
0: well, she I says, cr- not, yeah, not since I almost crashed trying to unlock it. So yeah. ad- admitting to texting and driving. Mm-hmm. My
2: my question at one point, I, after the first viewing, was like, how the fuck did he even get into the phone? And then I was like, oh, that's right. He just, or they did cover that. So... Mm-hmm. So uh, F-250 pulls up beside her. This is where we get the scene of the man. He flashes that phone at her like, yo, bitch, got your phone. Like, (laughs) your life's over now. (laughs) You're not going to Instagram this shit. Um, We get a bus that pulls out in front of Rachel. So she makes a turn down a one-way street. And this is where we get uh, the smartest lady in this film. (laughs) Who just lays into Rachel for driving down a one-way street. It, it,
0: it, it, it is the exact perfect amount of like laying into this woman, but still going about your day. Like she late, she stops, lays into her and then starts to move out. Of, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still going to chew your ass, but we don't who need the, to like. Who
2: the fuck drives like yeah. this? This not how you drive. Where'd you learn to drive?
0: And then there's, like, another guy standing there next to her, like, watching the thing. Yeah.
2: And he's, like, hands up, like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? So, yeah. So, she gets cussed out by this lady. So, she um, she pulls into, like, a parking lot and parks. Uh, we cut to the diner here. We got her friend Andy. He's uh, waiting at the restaurant. He calls her and leaves a message. And in the background, we see none other than... The man, Mr. Russell Crowe, walking into the diner. Uh, so he has is, he is got Rachel's phone. And as soon as Rachel called Andy to say that she would rather meet for breakfast, there was a small shot of, the, of her cell phone. And Andy put in her or the appointment book, Breakfast at Darrell's or whatever the fuck the place is called. So that's I guess how he finds out that she's or he's at that restaurant or diner or whatever it is. Uh he comes up to Andy He pulls a he, shit ton of information
0: from the phone from that, from that phone. Oh, yeah. Like he does some serious investigation. Th-
2: this uh this dad knows how to use technology. And guys, we got the bad guy using an iPhone here. Right? I thought I thought bad guys never used iPhone.
0: It's her, but it's her phone.
2: But still, he's using her phone. He's a bad guy.
0: Is it even an iPhone? I don't think so because they don't mention. They just call it phone, and then he says tablet. Android. Yeah, he says tablet later. The kid says tablet, not iPad. I
2: thought it. I thought it looked like an iPhone to me.
0: I I just no, you're yes. Was it um, Ryan Johnson or Rion Johnson? He like he ruins that's
2: Rain Johnson.
0: Oh, okay, uh, yeah, he blew up Apple's spot after, um, but Knives Out
2: mm-hmm. said
0: that Apple basically says, like, you, you know, you can't have the villain use one of our devices. So Shh. it's a like easy way now to kind of point out,
2: although maybe Apple thinks when they watched it, they were like, this guy's our hero.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apple signed off on it. They were like, "It's exactly the right way to act." See. I don't
2: see anything wrong with
1: this. Mm-hmm. I'm Tim Cook, and I ran a man into oncoming traffic before, so
2: I agree with everything the man is doing.
0: Have you I guys watched. have you guys used Apple Pay on your phone? It requires the double. It requires the courtesy tap <laughs> on the, I lo- on the, the lock uh, button.
2: When I buy an app, yeah, it yeah. Does the- so we got the man. He he comes up to Andy and he says his name's Tom Cooper. That's that's not his name. That's a fake name. He said he's an old friend of Rachel's who just moved into town, uh, and that she apologizes that she was that she's late or whatever. Andy asks if she's okay. Uh, he says the man says she's a little uh, she's a little stressed. Um, he gives out some more information on Rachel. Uh, about to divorce and uh her job her mother and all this shit. Um is Andy and how she got,
0: is Andy an idiot here or is he just a nice guy?
2: I think he's trying to figure out if this if he's really who he says he is.
0: You got that sense from him?
2: Kind of. I got the sense Not. that
0: he I got the sense that he was like immediately like oh He's shit. a lawyer. I don't know, but I feel like it, are they trying to convince you that Russell Crowe did a really good job of being convincing, or is this Andy just a really nice guy? Because to me, I was like, "Damn, I would be super cautious."
2: No, think, because but, he but he, he asked he is, what she's stressed about. I thought maybe that's his way of seeing if he right. could give more detail into if he really knows her or not.
0: But how much she's able to go, like you know, between her mom and this and the salon, like,
2: well, that's why that, I think that he disarms him, him,
0: but. Yeah. Anyway. I think he's just gullible.
1: Also, how good of a lawyer is he? He's working out of Darrow's diner and not a law office, so...
2: He's meeting there for pancake therapy, Kron, and I don't know if you've ever done that, but it's amazing.
0: Nah, I don't think he's that great of a lawyer. I don't... You're supposed to leave therapy happy, not fucking full of maple syrup and gassy and like, oh, fuck. You
3: got, you I'm gotta a,
0: take a shit. Fucking hay cracker barrel. Fuck. <laughs>
2: stole, it, stole three other uh, little mini yeah, uh, maple any, syrups. Anytime any I
0: leave therapy, I usually feel like a weight's been lifted, not like I've got ten pounds of iron in my ass I need to unload.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Definitely need to go back to the gym after that. Shit. So I said he gives out all kinds of information on her. She he also says she road raged with with some guy as well. Um so yeah, something about he says something also about voicemails. The uh, only she let me listen the, to her, yeah. some voicemails. Yeah. To
0: say the only thing missing in this movie was somebody going road raging. What's that? And then like somebody mm-hmm. explaining yeah, like, like what customer. road yeah.
2: That would have been, they might've had it in there. and was like, I yeah, don't need it. It's anything. too
0: much. It's too much.
2: So, uh, he, so the man here starts going to bat for Richard, the ex-husband. He's like, yeah, hey, he sounds like a nice guy. He's trying to, he's trying everything he can. You know, it sounds like, uh, you know, he's doing it. He's trying to do a good job and he's like uh, Andy's pretty much like well you know he's trying to take the house from her and he hasn't kept a job and
0: yeah he's quit every job he's ever had quit every
2: job yeah he quit every job he ever had um so he says we cut to are we cut back to Rachel she's looking for her phone in the car and uh she, we cut back to the diner this is whenever they decide. say he's like well i'm going to call her And he was like, oh, if you can get her on the line, yeah, I'll talk to her. So we cut back to Rachel. She's still fumbling around for her cell phone. Then she hears a phone ringing. And apparently the man has stuffed a flip phone into her. I think it was in her glove compartment or something.
0: It's in that little like center console. Yeah, Uh, the center console. Which why wouldn't she have looked there looking for her phone? That's a good question. You know, like, okay.
2: All right, so Rachel here, she answers the flip phone, and it's Andy. And he pretty much just asks, hey, I'm here with your friend Tom Cooper. Uh, He's got a sweet beard. He's a pretty nice guy. But yeah, that's what I, like you were saying, Bones, is he like super gullible, I guess? Because he does, was like, all right, cool, I'm sitting here with Tom, you know? uh tom or the man takes the phone back and this is when rachel is explaining like that's that's not my guy i don't know that guy get away from him he's the guy that uh, i got into the altercation with he but it's uh, yeah he
0: times that perfectly by doing like the motion of like because as soon as he says like i'm here with your friend tom like hey give me the phone back because he knows what she's gonna start doing like it's great
2: uh, so, she, yeah, she calls him a psychopath, but she's all saying this to the man. Uh, he says, well, that's all fine and nice, uh, but uh, she needs to learn what a bad day really is and learn how to say sorry and actually fucking mean it.
1: And I, like Andy, when it yeah, I like when it cuts to Andy and he's like, whoa, now.
2: <laughs> and he's like, can I have the phone back? And uh, the man just takes a coffee mug and just smashes him in the fucking face with it, which looks good. Honestly, I was with I was with, like,
0: I was oh, with this I was with him to this point.
2: The man or Andy?
1: The man. You were with him when he ran
0: that guy over at the gas that station. That guy was being all fucking showboating <laughs> shit.
2: He was just trying to get. Rachel.
0: Andy's just nice. That dude was like. You never, yeah, that guy was getting involved in some shit that wasn't his Andy was minding his own business, and Tom comes in, or the man just comes in there, but
1: well, I think Andy gets it just due to the fact that he's a divorce attorney,
0: that's true,, yeah, yeah, I think there's some connection kind of there, yeah, that.
1: that was his sin in
0: this guy's eyes, yeah, they fuck you physically, they fuck you emotionally, they fuck you financially,
2: mm-hmm. so the man puts. The phone on a, a napkin and says Rachel you're on speaker now <laughs> I thought that was a funny part uh, she keeps asking if Andy, Andy's okay he's not okay uh, the man ask uh, who is Andy is he the kind of man who fucks over men like me and Richard for a living uh, he punches Andy a few times in the face he kind of passes out uh, then he takes a butter knife and and he just shoves it into the back of his neck and kills this guy. Um, he continues to talk to Rachel. He says, in Andy's he's the type in,
0: of in a diner with other people. Oh yeah, watching, watching, paying attention. Yeah, filming, filming on their yeah.
1: phones. They're all just filming though. I mean, they're not you know trying to save the guy. Yeah. You get ten people together, you can stop this guy. <laughs> Let's roll." <laughs>
2: We get the man, he's asking if if Rachel is uh, having sex with Andy. Uh, he says, he seems like the guy that'll fuck you all kinds of way: Fuck you physically, fuck you emotionally, fuck you financially. Has he been fucking you, Rachel? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the customers are just like wigging out. Uh, Rachel asks uh, if, if Andy's alright. He says, he's already dead. Uh, he kind of just leaves the the diner here casually, gets in the F two fifty and just speeds off down the uh, the freeway. Uh, we cut to the man in his car. Or we cut to Rachel. She's getting multiple texts like that are coming in on this flip phone. So this is coming from the man who's sped off in his truck. Uh, so he stops texting. He gives her a call. She's pretty much like you're fucking crazy. All this shit.
0: This is the best scene of the movie.
2: When he's driving?
0: I think. This driving and this phone conversation.
2: And yeah, he mentions um he's like, I don't really give a shit anymore. Suicide by cops are cool is cool is okay with me. Suicide by
1: cops okay with me.
2: <laughs> so like he's already got it figured out. Like he's He needs some mental help, gentlemen.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess pancake
0: therapy wasn't enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Damn it. Should have went to IHOP. Um, He recites some of Rachel's text messages. He's given information out about uh, her mom, uh, the son, all that sort of shit, all while driving. He's speeding down the highway. Um, This is also where he decides that he's going to make Rachel choose who dies next, who he's going to kill. Fucking great. So he goes through and he finds Kyle's name, her son, uh, and where the school is. And she's like, you need, a, you need to choose who's going to die next, or I'm going after Kyle. So Rachel uh, chooses herself, which I thought was a pretty cool, <sighs> smart little move. And he's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't choose yourself because you got to watch. Uh, so Rachel naturally chooses uh, Deborah. And that fired her. That fucking bitch, Debra.
0: If he wanted to fire her. Mm-hmm.
2: Sells Deborah out.
0: You can't fire me because I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending okay. my friend Tom Cooper over. <laughs> to murder you.
2: So, um, he also goes through, finds out that she has $2,300 in her bank account. He says he's going to send it to, uh, Richard and all this shit. Um, she finally hangs up. She calls the cops, tells them that the man is going to Deborah's house, gives them that information so they can try to pick him up over there and in this whole thing. And, uh... I think we're going to take a pee break there, gentlemen. Cool. Before we get into the hardcore. All right. We uh, we cut back to Rachel's house here. We got Fred. He's watching uh, the news report from the diner death that was... Uh, that just happened. Uh, he's kind of telling Mary, his fiance, that she needs to come down and uh, watch the news. Uh, did you guys watch with subtitles on?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, we get some. We get her gasped and all that. You can kind of yeah, like see a that thud. In the, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't bother to go upstairs. Fred here.
1: He keeps shouting up to her. Yeah.
2: So that counts.
1: Well, it's I, probably what I would do if, like, Francis was upstairs and I heard a noise,
0: I'd be like, "What are you doing?" He's kind of enthralled in the TV though, because he's even like, "Baby, you should come look at this." Like,
2: isn't oh, oh my god, isn't Darros with that bomb ass brisket? Yeah, is?
0: that's mm-hmm. a good brisket sandwich or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the news report goes on. Uh, this is where they kind of rely on the news to give us the, the small amount of information that we do learn about the man. And um, we learned that he was fired from his job at an auto plant uh, and that he was in middle management and he was just shy of his pension whenever he got fired. But it really doesn't tell us what he got fired for. Well, there was, a, wor-
0: there was a workplace injury that they oh, mentioned did say that? in the in the first news report when they talk about the fire they say like how, oh okay. yeah they said that, that uh they made mention that there was he became started to become abusive following a workplace injury so mm. i'm guessing the stress of that combined with the narcotics were probably yes. not helping
1: yeah that's why he's uh throwing back oxycontins or i i don't know what he yeah. had but hydrocodone yeah. hydrocodone yeah
2: so we get that information. We cut back to Deborah's house. We got the police. They snag her at the front door, and she's alive. Nothing, nothing happened. Cron, I think she is. Uh, there's a porish parked in her driveway. I think
1: she probably cut me off in traffic one day. <laughs> so be her. don't get mad, dude. Shit, oh, dude, relax. She Ron. might fire oh. you. I'll still give her a little, a little honk.
2: Uh, We cut back to Fred. He has gotten up because he hears more sounds upstairs, and he notices that great white gray shark, that (laughs) F-250 parked in the fucking driveway. Awesome. From the news report, um, we got Fred. He's smart enough to grab a knife here, gentlemen. And he goes up and checks on uh, Mary there. He notices that one of the doors is cracked wide open. Uh, He's kind of looking at it, and the man comes right out from behind that door with Mary. Um, He kind of starts talking to Fred here. Uh, He tells him that Rachel has dismissed him as a... as an unworthless fuck. (laughs) And I say fuck it. I make my... I'll make my her contrib- contribution this way through violence and retaliation. Uh, Fred offers him some weed. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, some
1: great weed and ten bucks ten downstairs. Bucks,
2: yeah. <laughs> ten bucks, yeah. Uh, words and actions have no consequences. Uh, Fred is holding up the knife to him and... Guys, I think this is one of the coolest things. This is he just shoves incredible. Him, yeah. Shoves Mary right into that knife. So technically, that's not a. That's I didn't kill her. him.
0: It's just like the guy at the gas station. He didn't hit him with that car. Hmm.
2: <laughs> There's only going to be two murders.
0: It's like collateral. I shot, shot him. It was the bullets in the fall that killed him.
2: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I guess but he, he got-
0: does kill Andy. Like,
1: yes. Actually,
2: he, yes. He kills Andy. Oh, he brutal, he
0: brutally murders Andy.
2: <laughs> so uh yeah, I've never seen that, I don't think, in a movie. He pushes her onto the knife and uh pretty much kills Mary there. Um she Rachel be gets a cutting any
0: coupons anytime soon.
2: <laughs> yeah, she does. Something about piles came up that last time. Those are mine. I was using them to cut. That's where the candy cane scissors comes in. Mm -hmm. So he shoves Mary into the knife. Uh, We cut back to Rachel. She gets a text from him with a picture of uh, the man and Fred there. She's at the school, so she picks up Kyle. She runs into the school, and there's a whole bunch of... Uh, and all that shit there. But pretty much she's like, look, I got to get my fucking kid before this guy gets here to kill him. She shows the picture to the lady and it's the same guy on the TV. They just release the kid and let her go. I don't understand It's like the
0: safest place. That school in lockdown with cops there. Yeah, she
2: says we're on like a soft lockdown or something. So we cut back. The man... (laughs) makes Fred write a note to uh, Mary or to uh, Rachel here. Uh, He pretty much says that uh, Rachel is responsible for Mary's death. Uh, We cut back to uh, Mary. Kyle's asking what's going on. Or cut back to Rachel, sorry. And Kyle's asking what's going on.
1: Did you hear when they're running out of that school together? He says, did you get my Butterfinger Blizzard?
2: <laughs> Does he say that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't It's know. really soft. It's on the subtitles. <laughs> no <if> you... way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fuck. swear. I had the I subtitles swear. on.
1: <laughs> go to the scene. I did scene, too.
2: I didn't notice it. <laughs> go
1: to the scene where they're running out of the school together, and it's definitely voiced over. So they like added that line after production, and he's like, did you remember my Butterfinger Blizzard?
2: I'm gonna have to go and look
0: yeah, I mean I, He doesn't owe her the blizzard right Cause she got him out of school early The blizzard is for the detention so, Yeah but
1: He was so, expecting When I get picked up Butterfinger blizzard in hand
2: <laughs> I heard my nights were that,
0: that is the most <laughs> Fucking elementary school shit I have no Where's my blizzard?
2: They tie Everything with a bow. Well, it's, it's just some. it's so Everything.
1: funny that they're like panicking, running out of the school when he asked that question.
2: All right, so this letter pretty much states that Rachel is responsible for Mary's death. Um, yeah, we got Kyle asking what's going on. We're cutting back and forth between the two. Uh, Rachel calls the man, uh, she wants to talk to her brother Fred, uh, as the man is talking to her here, he's soaking, uh, Fred in lighter fluid. Uh, we get a shot here of Fred pissing his pants. Not Um, enough
1: piss to offset that lighter fluid.
2: (laughs) No, not enough. The man, uh, he makes Fred read the letter to, um... To Rachel over the phone, which pretty much just says uh, she killed Mary and all that shit. Um, as he's reading the letter, he's lighting the lighter back and forth to kind of scare him. All of a sudden, we get the cops bursting in to freeze. Uh, cop gets a couple of shots off here and uh, hits the man in a, in the shoulder. He says, fuck you. He lights up Fred and he's on a... Uh,
3: office wheelchair
2: share. yeah so he pushes him right into the cop and manages to escape out the door that he broke into so the man gets away and and we while s-
0: rachel's on the phone yelling like do something
2: <laughs> well we do get quick Ice- reaction yeah. from the cop who grabs like a sweater and starts to kind of try to beat the flames off of old freddie there Like I said, he escapes. We cut back to Rachel. She gets out of her car. Uh, she's parked. She throws up. Uh, she's freaked out. The phone starts ringing. Uh, it's the man. He's trying to call her again. Uh, if it's any consolation,
0: wants... they shot me. The yeah. fucking cop shot my shoulder up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, let's, so let's talk about... So we're even now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he says, let's talk about Kyle. He's going to die. He says, I'm wide awake, uh, or she says, I'm wide awake. Yeah, this is where he says that he gets shot in the arm. She smashes the phone and is like, fuck this, we're going to the police station. Uh, We cut back to Rachel's car. Uh, They're driving to the police station at this point. Kyle starts asking about a tablet all of a sudden that none of us knew about. Um, And she's like, well, I figured uh, he took it whenever he took my phone. Because uh, he starts to talk about uh, the Find My Phone app to see if maybe we can find out where the man is, since he has her telephone. Um. So Rachel tells Kyle like to double check around the uh, in the back seat of the car to see if the tablet's there, and lo and behold, Kyle finds it taped to the under or underneath her seat. He finds it taped. So he rips it out. He goes to the find my phone app to track the man. And she's asking where he is. And Kyle says right next to us,
1: Ooh. man, he really got a lot done at that gas station to swipe a phone, put another phone in tape up a tablet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, how long does it take you to buy a smart water and five Powerball tickets?
1: Oh, the Powerball tickets. You probably got enough time right there. That's what slowed her down for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. So, folks, the man somehow has found out about Rosie's minivan. Because we see Rosie one is on the minivan in front of them. So he has got her minivan, stole it, I guess. We never know the fate of Rosie, I guess. I don't know if he killed her, too, or not. So uh, they notice that there's a cop on the interstate with them. So Jesus they, Christ. This
0: this whole fucking... Okay.
2: <laughs> they decide that they're going to play it cool as they pass the man in the minivan. So they get past him, and they automatically start to try to get the cop's attention, who was in, f- in front of the man. The man sees this. He speeds up, and he causes the cop car to spin out and kind of hit the medium on the other side. And then we just get a goddamn concrete truck that just runs right through him. Looks awesome. Looks, looks it's great, it,
0: dude. There is there is like just the slightest little bit of blood mist, of pink, of pink mist that yeah that blows up. Like I didn't notice it. The first time, but the second time I watched it, it was like they put just enough that that white concrete truck has like a little bit of pink to it. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, just like smoke. Good. I mean, this guy is just smoked. And the, well, because he, it, he even tries to like call in, like blah, 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 like they're holding on him and then bam.
1: Well, this cop, too, it's, I don't know, when they pull up to him, because Kyle's like hanging out the window shouting at him, and the cop is like,
3: what
1: like, his, his reactions are so like, I, I feel like if you're a cop and someone pulls up to you screaming and like waving their arms
0: erratically, mm-hmm. he's like, try a
1: Fuck, little harder I'm on
2: lunch, man. I'm going to lunch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cause yeah, Rachel yells, uh, the man you've been looking for, he's back there. Like, just say help. Just say, can mm-hmm. you pull over and help? Yeah. I, my thing was like, bump him, bump him with your car. Like, fucking tap him and, and, yeah, make him turn on his lights and all that shit. But Mm -hmm. then the whole thing, it's like, it doesn't matter because he still fucking rams into him and gets smoked by that concrete truck, so. I mean, that that rosy
1: one van is like a little tank, man.
3: Yeah, what
2: what fucking kind of minivan is that? I don't don't know. There's
0: a Prius later that seems to to be just (laughs) a tad bit stronger.
2: Um, so this causes a uh, pretty big accident on uh on the freeway there and a big excuse for the cops. <laughs> uh, he, the man somehow avoids all this accident and gets through uh, Rachel and then pull off of the interstate. <laughs> so the the chase continues. This is when Rachel calls the cop from the uh the iPad or the tablet, whatever it is. Uh, The cops pretty much say they're busy with the accident, so they can't help her. Uh, This is when Rachel decides to use Fortnite tactics, gentlemen. This is a plot point in this movie. This
1: Fortnite strategy really is not that good, right? I mean, it's just... Pretty basic. One person distracts the enemy and the other person runs them over.
0: It's a basketball pick that's yeah. like it that's all it is like with-
2: so Rachel decides that they're going to go to their or her mom's house because she is in the home this is also referred to earlier before the day gets started that her neighborhood is a maze of spaghetti because apparently it's just big and uh Fred referred to that cuz he gets lost every once in a while going through there so she decides, like, we're going to lose this guy who's chasing us in this neighborhood. So she's and then she's, she, she says, Grandma has the silent alarm on the house. So that's how we'll get the police's attention, because they'll think there's somebody's breaking into the house. Uh, so they go through the neighborhood. She's kind of driving fast. But this the assumes Manny's-
0: that there's going to be cops free. Cause you just <laughs> called the
2: cops. they there's the accident.
0: That's that's a different part of the
1: town, though. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe this town is a, a nice suburb. It has its own, you know, dedicated section of police officers. Um, he follows her in. She kind of makes a a quick turn, and he over overdrives the fucking entrance. So she gets in, and uh, she's able to kind of get a little bit of a head start there through the neighborhood. So the man has to follow. So like I said, it's a big confusing ass neighborhood. So,
0: Um, so let's say scenario, you are getting chased by a fucking psycho killer. You can't go to the cops. Can you think of a place that you could drive to quickly? Like
2: like target
0: target. I was thinking like a gym. Right, because the gym's gonna be full of like big dude bros that are gonna be like, "Wait, what's going on?" You know, like I think
2: he could pretty much go anywhere. I mean, but he did kill a guy in a fucking diner. In front oh yeah, of everybody.
0: yeah, he doesn't give a shit. But those people were kind of caught off guard. But if you could get to a spot and you had thirty seconds to be like, "Oh my god, this guy's trying to fucking kill me," or at least just sort of stay somewhere to be protected, like. There's a part of me that almost wishes that that was a scene, you know, Mm -hmm. and that he that he you find out a way or you write a way for him to cause such chaos that maybe somebody kicks her out like get the fuck out of here like he wants you or something, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I was just trying to think like where would I go if I was in that position where I can't take this guy one on one and I'm also trying to protect my kid. Like yeah, you could go to Target theoretically, like just run into a Target. But he he also seems the type to just fucking drive right into the Target.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it'd be a great scene though, right?
2: Like a fire department or something, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, but they're at that pile up.
2: <laughs> they're at that huge accident. Yeah. Oh,
0: you drive straight to like a shooting range, and <laughs> oh, there you go, or someplace with like a security guard, you know, fucking like VF- a hospital or something, VFW. <laughs>
2: A VFW, perfect. <laughs> Somebody's packing. They've mm-hmm. been drinking. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So the man, our Rachel makes the tight right turn. He spins out and misses a turn. So she's got to kind of backtrack a little. Uh, so she gets a head start. She speeds through these neighborhoods. She finally gets to her grand, or her mom's house, grandma's house. I guess we'll call it.
0: What if she had gotten and, lost? Uh, it is another another
2: spaghetti. another fifteen minutes. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't pull all the way up in there because uh, it seemed it, it, like a long driveway, right? It stressed right?
0: me out so much. And then she opens yeah, the garage door and then doesn't pull the car in the garage. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. Pull the Prius out and then put your car in there. Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I kinda Or park at a different too.
0: house. Fuck them. Fuck those old people. <laughs>
2: They're retired.
0: They lived a long, good life. and I'm still young. Got more jobs so, to be fired from.
2: <laughs> she parks. Kyle, she kind of gives Kyle a little, like, we're going to make it through this talk. Uh, he goes into the house. He sets the alarm off. Uh, he goes into a secret room. With like a fucking window. Or not a window, a fucking like a little sliding door. Yeah. So, um he also grabs a flashlight, which I would have been grabbing a goddamn weapon, if you ask me. But um
1: Sounds like a guy who's never taken a mag
0: light to the head. Johnny Depp movie's called Secret Window. That was a bad reference. Isn't that rear window?
2: That's a Alfred Hitchcock. That's a Hitchcock. Oh, yeah, secret Window right. is a Johnny Depp film. Secret
0: yes. Room, Secret Garden. Alfonso Cuarón.
2: Yep. Um, or no, he was a Little secret? Princess.
0: The Secret Oprah.
2: Um, she. Uh, this is where Rachel comes back to the Candy Cane Scissors, gentlemen. She puts those in her back pocket for later. And she grabs a golf club. I think it was a Severn Iron, if anybody was interested. Uh, The man eventually catches up, uh, finds Rachel's car parked outside of Grandma's house, uh, decides that he's going to load up on some more pills before all the fun begins. you got to get a buzz
0: on. He's bleeding out, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's, yeah, you know he's hurting from his shoulder wound. Um, we kind of cop shot my shoulder up. <laughs> it's your fault. Um, so we're, we we kind of see him taking pills. We we got a shot from the inside of his truck. So out of his driver's side window, we kind of see a car parked in a driveway across the street. So we all know where this is going.
1: It's the uh, old Fortnite strategy.
2: <laughs> the old Fortnite strategy of ramming a Prius into an F2 or into a minivan and flipping it. Yeah. And somehow the man
0: Because he's loaded up on fucking Oxy.
2: Gets mm. out of this mid-flip, I guess. He <laughs> gets out very quickly. Uh Rachel comes up, gets out of the 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 Prius and to check to see if he's still there. And he comes out from behind her and just rams her fucking head right into that minivan. (laughs) It looked like it hurt. (laughs) I will say that
0: we haven't talked much. I mean, I fucking love Russell Crowe. Like I'm on, I'm like Russell Crowe defender. I'm one of those people that's like, I don't care if my actors are psycho. Like if you deliver, you know, but it, I know he got knocked a little bit for putting on quite a bit of weight like he's pretty hefty in works. this but I think it works and god damn does he sell everything physical in this movie like you absolutely mm-hmm. believe that he is capable of everything he does in this so this last little bit when he fucking slams her in I the only thing I think that's more threatening is when he slams Andy's head down on the table in the diner but God damn, well, he is he looks, fucking terrifying? He looks like one of
1: those dudes at the gym that like zero cardio, but they're benching like 350.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they bench three week like three days a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They might do a little bit of cable work or something, but yeah. They know what they're <laughs> good at. Yep. They only, the, fuck, those fuckers always piss me off. They only got like a third of the range of motion that I got to do, you know?
1: Yeah, because they're, like, their whole torso is so huge yeah. that you only have to go down to, like, a, a slight bend in the elbow.
3: hmm
0: But, and I agree with you, Dan. I think the weight works because, like, if he's a middle management guy, you know, weekend warrior, probably doesn't do a whole lot, a lot of depression, so then he gets hurt. You know, you really yeah. – you sort of believe that. You believe that, like, maybe he was an athlete in high school or college or something, you know, so.
2: See this guy playing football.
0: Yep. Old man strength, man. That's just, that shit's legit.
2: He's probably a football player for them LSU Tigers. <clears throat> Down there in Louisiana. Um. After the man slams Rachel's head into the minivan, he says, "Uh, I'm always going to be inside your head. Uh, Pretty much just knocks her the fuck out. Uh, He breaks into grandma's house here. This is where he's trying to uh, convince Kyle to come out of his hiding spot. He tells him that he's the police and that his mom's hurt, but she's fine. Come on down. Um, We got Kyle. We cut back to Kyle and his little... uh,
0: I got a a Butterfinger Blizzard. (laughs)
2: Come down here and get this Butterfinger Blizzard, boy.
0: Let's play some Fortnite.
2: I love two things, Fortnite and Butterfinger Blizzards.
0: You're my new best friend, Kyle.
2: (laughs) I used to have kids.
0: You can call me dad, Kyle. I set those kids on fire, but you're my new kid.
2: (laughs) I need a new one. So uh, we cut back to Rachel. She's getting up from the ground outside, and then we get her, which kind of is stupid, right? She breaks into his hiding spot?
1: Yes. Yeah. How did did she get... gives him away, right? Well, how did she get up there and not go by Russell Crowe at some point?
2: That's what I was kind of wondering, too. We didn't cover that, but... (laughs) So Kyle screams like a girl. What was that, Bones?
0: Oh, no, I was saying I agree with you, but she did pull him out of school, so she's shown a tendency for the bad decisions when it comes to <laughs> protecting her son.
2: Yeah, Kyle would uh, have been fine if he was just still in school right now. I thought yeah, you detention. were saying, like,
1: she pulled him out of school, so this is still at least a little bit more fun than <laughs> setting
0: on learning about science or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs>
3: You
2: want to be killed by a madman, or you want to sit in 30 minutes of detention?
0: Miss Weaver, I got street smarts, okay? I was once terrorized by a uh, drug-addled former middle management auto worker, okay? (laughs) At least this is an
1: adventure. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not having that kind of a time in school.
2: God damn it, Kyle. We don't want to hear about your fucking... Fucking psychopathic fucking Friday that you had that one time. God, we've heard it enough.
1: Every show and tell, dude.
2: (laughs) We're just trying to fucking play Fortnite.
0: These are the candy cane scissors that my mother murdered a man with.
2: (laughs) Oh, let's go to Joseph House, guys. Fuck, Kyle. (laughs) All right, so uh, Russell Crowe naturally hears this scream because he is a monster,
1: a a human with ears.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he grabs Rachel, uh, from this little entrance to this secret room. Uh, so the fight is on between Rachel, Kyle and the man here. Um, the man gets in some pretty, pretty good licks on Rachel here. Uh, he throws her up against the wall, uh, he gets a a mortal Kombat kind of a uh, punch on Kyle there like a back fucking <laughs> hand on does, on Kyle.
0: Does he Leonidas like fucking chest kick her?
2: Yeah, into the, God the closet damn, wall. Yeah. And then I think he starts kicking the shit out of her yeah. too at at that point. Um so he hits he knocks out Kyle. He he knocks her out. Uh, I think she grabs. What does she hit him with? Is it the fucking the poker? It's, it's the fire. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. What's that doing upstairs? I have no idea. Um, so this. Yeah. He throws her on the bed. The man throws her on the bed. Pretty much punches Dan, her. And Dan like her
0: everything else with the poker. When the kid goes into the secret room, it's Is like it the. Up there? It's the first thing, like that fireplace maintenance set. It's like the first thing you see, so you're like, oh, I know
2: that's coming. Tie that bow, baby. Um, So he knocks her out after he throws her on the bed. Uh, he gets a cord and just starts choking the fuck out of Kyle, which I was like, god damn. <laughs> um, Rachel wakes up from this. She remembers and somehow her candy cane scissors did not fall out of her back pocket through all of this. And uh, she just stands up on that bed and comes off of it and slams those scissors right into his fucking eye. It's like, God damn, she threw that shit down like Michael Jordan. Um, we got a beautiful, scary moment our scary movie moment here where he has this one last little thing. <laughs> and Rachel quotes, um, here's your courtesy tap motherfucker. And she kicks those candy cane scissors through the rest of his fucking head. And we, uh, it do- we got the end of the man there.
0: It doesn't work for me. Does it? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Which seems crazy. Me mm-hmm. being the Bond fan, God, me being the, the killer line. I thought it was pretty good. I, it's I, I it, thought that was all right. It's a good line. It doesn't it doesn't work for her. I don't think. Like there's just something off about it. I tried to be really forgiving on the second viewing and it, it still didn't it still didn't kick for me.
2: So yeah, she slams these scissors. Uh here's your fucking courtesy tap.
0: Maybe if it was after. Maybe if she had done it and then she like sat down with Kyle, you know, and she took a breath and then was like, how's that for a fucking courtesy tap? Like that I think would have, would have maybe worked more for me. But there's, whenever there's that like pause, there's only certain people that can, like Arnold, you know, that like right before the the whole thing, you know, like even Arnold would do it after, you know, (laughs) consider that a divorce, you know, like. Do do the job and then say the shit.
2: Maybe that's what it was. So um, Kyle set off the silent alarm and the police decide that they're going to show up because there's a burglary, I guess. Fuck this accident. We're coming to this. Uh,
0: well, this is an affluent white neighborhood.
2: Breaking. Yeah, it's, it's we got These old white people are getting broken into. We need to come. Um,
0: oh, it makes me come. Breaking into white people's houses. <laughs> That's how I get off.
2: The cop the cop here announces that Fred is still alive. Uh cool. Boo. Can we go see him?
0: Boo. Uh keep so they he keep says, Fred dead. Keep
1: Fred.
2: Oh, hashtag keep Fred Dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He probably should have died.
2: I mean, what a, I mean somebody's gotta the family's all together, right? Yeah,
0: but he's gonna live his whole life knowing that he stabbed his fiance and pissed himself. Mm-hmm. Like let me die.
2: Cop announces that they're done with all their f- interviews that they have to do somehow. So they take off in the car to go see Fred in the hospital. Um, she kind of goes through a f- few streets there in the Volvo. The Volvo lasts the whole way through this, guys. Uh, Swedish engineering, car buddy. here? Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right on. So,
0: um It's a good... Uh, um, interesting uh, advertisement for the movie. It's
2: a really long commercial.
0: <laughs> and of course, the, the, the Volvo survives all the way.
2: So, um, we get one last little thing here. We got a car that pulls out in front of Rachel here. Which, that's it's the car's fault. Yep. It's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And we see her Immediately start to go to the horn, but she stops. We pan back to Kyle, and he says, "Good choice." Cue a fucked up version of "Don't Fear the Reaper." Didn't like that. But in credits, ladies and gents, Five Day Rentals Renters, Unhinged, Twenty Twenty. So this directed by Derek Borty.
0: So, the the movie's message is, you can drive like an asshole, just don't honk.
2: Don't honk three times. Okay. I think you can honk a little, but don't honk a lot.
1: Yeah, courtesy tap is okay. (laughs) Man, I was so hoping there was an after credits scene where they've got, like, Russell Crowe in a hospital bed. They're like, I think we can save (laughs) him. And then he'd come
0: back for part two just with a, an eye patch. Just the whole franchise. Yeah, dude. Dude, Mike Myers comes back having mm-hmm. been stabbed in the fucking eye.
1: That's true. Just have Crow with an eye patch. Double the budget. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I would see it. Oh, I'd definitely watch it. Let's retcon this shit. I mean, any good. Any good horror series starts from a serious movie, right? That's then just taken crazy and off the rails?
2: Yeah. Just goes bonkers. Yep.
1: Yeah, sure. Give him an eye patch and a, Mm -hmm. I don't know, bionic arm for no reason.
2: (laughs) Russell Crowe with an eye patch weighing 300 pounds and that beard?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It could work. What's our inciting incident? Like somebody bumps his shopping cart
2: Oh Not. no shit shit talk on the internet. Oh.
0: I think it's Rachel oh. again.
2: Nah. He, he's just
1: back, he's after.
2: Her. I oh. think he starts reading all the like <laughs> psycho. She's the lorry of shit. this series. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. I'd rather see him uh I'd like to see like a weird arc where we start rooting for him. Like he becomes mm-hmm. like a Paul Kersey. Like he's a uh you know that's vind- the new death Wish? Yeah, vindicator for hire. You know, somebody next- got wronged and he they bring in the man.
1: Here's the next inciting incident. Like he's just um there's a group of young co eds and they just don't signal a turn. <laughs> that's that's all it takes.
0: Yep.
2: Well, gentlemen, do we have uh, some final thoughts for Unhinged here, or do we want some uh, research?
0: Let's do some research, man. Let's see what you what you found.
2: All right, gentlemen. Uh, upon further research, uh, not much here. It was released October or August twenty first, twenty twenty. It had a budget of thirty three million. Uh, it did open in theaters. This was a, one of the first films to come back from. Or to try to kickstart everybody going to the theater, well, still during the pandemic. So it grossed forty-four point three million. So, hey, that's uh, that's profit. profit. That's profit.
0: What was the budget again? I'm sorry.
2: Thirty-three mil. That seems and that seems high. Point three. Thirty-three. Yeah. Thirty-three so seems that's
1: high. What do you How think? How much do you think was crow? Yeah, I was gonna say. I that's, was gonna ask. That's maybe true.
0: five.
2: Oh, I'd say more than that. Yeah, I,
0: th- I would have thought more, like 10 maybe. Yeah, I would have thought that 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know now, though. He had that famous uh, divorce that cost him a shit ton of money. He was having to sell all that shit off.
2: Yeah, that's true. John Oliver bought a whole bunch of yeah. Cinderella Man. Cause and, this, shit. and
0: this also wasn't, this wasn't like a big studio. Mm-mm. This was something I had never heard of. Like, it didn't spark. It wasn't like a Lionsgate or anything that I would have guessed. But, yeah, 33 seems I, high.
2: Like I said, first wide theatrical release uh, in, into several months of uh, COVID-19. Um, Kenner and New Orleans, Louisiana was where this was shot. Uh, The Candy Kang Scissors are a callback to the movie from 2001, A Joyride. Apparently, the protagonist used Candy Kang Scissors to, or called somebody a Candy Kang to anger a homicidal motorist in that film. Uh, I did watch an interview from Joe Blow with Russell Crowe about the film, and he stated that whenever it was sent to him that he did not want to do it at all because he just didn't see the purpose of why the guy was doing it. So I guess um, Mr. Borty, the director, had a final meeting with Mr. Crow and uh, they kind of got to talking and they kind of he kind of let Russell choose what he wanted to do. And he chose to take a lot of the dialogue out because they try to give him a full on backstory and everything to kind of prove like, all right, this guy's doing this because of this. And Crow was like, you know what? I'll do it. If we can kind of don't have him talk a lot and just don't have a really lot of, a lot of information. He's like, that makes more sense to me than, than, you know, a, a full on backstory. Um, good call. Mm-hmm. And he quote, he said uh, he didn't want to show uh, humanity or empathy in the character uh, and believes that we are seeing this sort of thing happen more and more in our world. And like I said, that's all I got for the research. It's, Which is true.
0: It's interesting that you brought that up because the last week the we'll call this the uh, maybe this isn't officially the the uh, we out smarter than you segment or the how would you fix this Um, I kept asking myself would it have had a bigger punch if you didn't have the the opening I think the opening is really incredible actually like him not saying anything him going in doing the murder at the drive away I think is great would there have been a little bit more of a terrifying reveal if you hadn't seen that? And then maybe they just, like, alluded, you know, like, man murdered his wife, blah, 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 like, on the news, but we just open on the family. And it's not until you see him drive up next to them. Because I feel like by this point you... And I'm, I'm either way. Like, I, I just want to ask your guy's opinion. Like, if you think you need that,
2: Or maybe just, like, give a description of the F-250 in that little segment.
0: Yeah, just, like, over, like, the same news thing that you saw while they were eating breakfast. Like, that's what they get. So, But you open with her, you know, waking up, blah, blah, blah. They talk about, like, family was viciously murdered, house burned down, blah, blah, blah. The the guy was seen driving an F-250. So we know he's out there. You know, and then it's not until he pulls up next to her. I kept thinking, I, guess, I, was like, no, no, no. I feel like there'd be a little bit more terrifying, like, oh, shit, that's him. Whereas when it, because how it opened, you're like, we already kind of see what he's capable of. Well,
1: that I guess I was going to say that just, like, I think the opening does establish what he can do. So
2: To, to by, go that far?
1: Yeah, like, by the time you get to the, the first traffic incident, it's like well, we already know this guy is capable of smashing down a door and Mm -hmm. brutally
0: murdering people. Yeah. I guess it's a preference thing, maybe. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't like I would take it away. I just kept asking myself, like, I, you know, limit that as much as possible. But then there's the other thing of, like, if you don't see him enough, like, you are getting Russell Crowe, like, Yeah, maybe you do want to try to get a scene,
1: like maximize them. I think the second way might work. Like if you don't have the opening, if it was more of like a slower build up to, like the craziness, you know. Mm -hmm. Like if you know she honks at him, and then it'd be like a few scenes later, and she'd be like, "Is that that same truck?" You know. Yeah. It just, I think it'd be like a slower progression that way, whereas. Because you get the opening, you can kind of just jump from
0: zero to ten, you know. Yeah. It if it was like an A twenty four movie, that's how it would yeah. be. An A twenty four movie, he wouldn't come in till hour fifteen or like you know one fifteen. Right. <laughs> okay. But I'm not an idiot for thinking that, right? Like I'm just trying to think of structure and and reveal because. I think it
3: could
2: work you know. either way. Yeah. So I think we're ready to move on <laughs> to our famous game of worst hair.
0: Well, they do that, right? Because she's a stylist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what the whole thing. Like, that's another like little, yeah, subconscious I guess thing that you don't notice. Deborah, since she didn't get her hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine her thinking those cops were going to arrest her and how she thought her hair looked? She probably felt like a like fool. A oh my gosh.
2: I, I think knew he was embezzling money. I think
1: my biggest problem with this movie is that there's, like, I guess I kept thinking about uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. And what I thought this movie needed was the scene where someone tears a car apart. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like in that scene, it's basically the director telling the audience, like, I know what I'm doing here. (laughs) Like uh, we, we both know what kind of movie this is. And I feel like this movie almost hits that tone, but they don't go goofy enough with it in a way. Like, it could have just been a shot of Russell Crowe in that neighborhood if he had just said, like, uh, this place is a real maze of spaghetti or something. <laughs> like, that that could have worked right there. Or maybe after he kills Andy, he hops in that truck, and he's listening to uh, Steal My Sunshine or something.
0: You don't think all the Butterfinger Blizzard talk is enough? Like, I mean, it's got to be the antagonist doing that?
1: I think that gets there a little bit, but I wish they had just leaned a little bit more into that direction with it.
2: I wish we would have had the scene where they went to fucking Dairy Queen and got the Butterfinger Blizzard.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like well deserved. What a day. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. It should have been we have bad news. But uh, your brother's been killed. But we Heard you like these, and then <laughs> the cop pulls, holds up some <laughs> butterfinger blizzards that would have been that great. to me, and then right into the end credits.
2: But I will agree with Quran. I will watch Russell Crowe from this movie destroy a car. <laughs> like, I'd watch that shit. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be
1: that exactly, but at least something. Give me a little wink where you're like we all know what's going on here. We know exactly what kind of movie this is.
0: Well, uh, we're getting we got to be edging closer and closer to that movie being covered on this podcast as we chip away categories. We are.
2: We are. We're getting there.
0: Dan, were you getting at Russell Crowe's hair? Is that what you were getting at?
2: No, I just noticed the other day we've didn't play. We haven't played worst hair in oh. a while.
0: Because I, I, to I, the cell phone, the shirt choice, the truck choice, the hair, everything the, on him was fucking perfect. The old I school thought, aviators that mm-hmm, he had. Yeah, I, it's everything. They just nailed. You know, 45 see. to 55 year old white guy who is terrified that they've lost everything. I just
2: really wish it was like construction, like uh, lead or something, not auto plant. You know what I mean? Like he had his own, like he was like a one of the watchers of the construction guys, like a general manager. You know what I mean? Like with the clipboard and shit. I could see that. Yeah, I guess you could go on yeah. and play it too, though. Maybe
0: that would explain the truck a little bit more. Yeah. Like if he had a you know diamond plate toolbox in the back,
2: that's where he gets the hammer from. You yeah,
0: know? you know, like then yeah, I I buy that. I buy that because then you think like, oh, this guy did fifteen years on like doing construction and put himself through school. You know, went to drafting school or whatever, and is now like. Yeah, that's a good call. I agree with you there. But I just think but the decisions that they made on him just seeing like, seeming like everyday Midwestern American were, were fucking perfect.
2: So dudes, I think we're moving in to rate my Um uh, So let's head that way. Let's... Uh, Expose ourselves to each other. Great, right, my box! Uh,
1: I'll go first. I'll be quick. I'm going to go 3.5 for both of you.
2: are
0: Uh... As we know, I think statistically speaking, I can't catch. So there's a little less pressure. I think I'm going to say 3.5 for both of you as well.
2: All right. I'm going I'm going to go 3.0 for both of you.
0: Chronic. Right?
1: Uh, I would be a 3.5 on this movie. Um, This was a ton of fun. Uh, This... This is the first movie in a really long time where I did watch it, and I really thought I wish I had gotten to see this in like a packed theater because I think that would amp up the whole experience of it. Um, I agree with Bones. I think they got the look right. Um, his character is, you know, perfectly uh, put together. Um, yeah, I have some problems with it. I wish they had leaned a little more in like a fun direction—not fun, but like campy almost. Um, but overall, it's an enjoyable movie. I had a good time watching it.
0: I am a three point five as well. Um, first time I watched this, I thought this is fucking incredible. I cannot believe that this wasn't like more in the conversation. Like I recognize I got hit with the pandemic, but I'm surprised it didn't have like a viral sort of like, you know, everybody's gotta watch Unhinged, holy shit. This is like, you know, there was no conversation about like Russell Crowe, great as a bad guy, nothing. Mm -hmm. Which was, I thought such a bummer. I do have some major script issues. I think I touched on it, like a lot of the dialogue is just too much Kron, I think I'm the other way. I think had I normally don't like too serious or too like too much lack of sense of humor, but I thought you could have tightened up on some of the stuff that was just inherently accidentally funny. Like the goofy kid performance and the stereotypical stuff. So I was really between a three and a three point five after two viewings, but like sitting here talking it out, you know, it's like I, I think I gotta go three point five.
2: Dan. Gentlemen. I enjoyed this film. Um it's a good time. I think I agree with Kron. I wish it would have went a little more in the goofy, campy direction. But I think with our opening title sequence, I think the director kind of wanted a more like, this is a serious issue that is happening. And maybe we need to pay a little more attention to it in the real world, I guess. So I think maybe, maybe they didn't go that course. I could have used a little bit more of Russell Crowe. Maybe just one more... Interaction with somebody else, not Rachel, you know what I mean? But I had a fucking blast. This is a three point five for me. I watched it the second time, I didn't have a fucking issue. I was like, All right, fuck it, let's do it again. <laughs> like like I said, I could watch a sequel. Like I I I'd pay the ticket. I'd be there.
0: Yeah. I'd buy that. This legit might be a movie that I tell other people in my life like dude have you seen unhinged like check it out 90 minutes it's it's a tight 90 minutes like it
2: a lot happens the wife she watched it she was like oh that's pretty good that was i like that she's like "It had my anxiety up but you know kron you got this
1: plugged in I do. Uh, Unhinged would have an average score of 3.5 from us. It would be tied right now with Raising Cane, also at a 3.5. So I know where I would go. I know where Bones would go. So we really just need Dan's input on this.
2: I think I... Did I put both of these films at a 3.5?
1: uh you put unhinged and raising cane at a three point five yes
2: oh god damn man wait i think
0: i i have never mind i'm looking at my my <laughs> grid wrong
2: i think i gotta go with raising cane just because Lithgow put in five fucking performances there. so I mean, I'll go Raising Kane on that one.
0: Five performances is great, but one fucking solid terrifying performance <laughs> should be all one needs. I I will say I don't want it to come off like, yeah, we're talking like a significant, uh, you know, we're talking a full point difference in my rating between them. But I don't. I hope it doesn't come off of like, unhinged kicks, raising Kane's ass, by any by any means. You know. I think uh, I've been trying to hold hold true to it. Like, does the movie accomplish what it set out to do? And I think Unhinged does that. All right, that would
1: move Unhinged to number seven. It is right below Raising Cane, right above Slumber Party Massacre.
0: Talk about a movie that knows it's fun.
1: All right. it
2: seven, Kron?
0: Yeah, Unhinged is
1: number seven. Wow.
0: Uh, how did Rate My Letterboxd points come out? Uh, Dan got one point. Kron, you and I both got two. Well this puts us in a
1: awkward situation. Uh, Dan and I would be going into the review show with fifteen points each. Bones would have twelve.
2: Ooh. Did we ever discuss that?
0: <laughs> uh I will generate a quiz. A fair quiz for next, to f- for next week's re- for next week's review show. I it'll be it won't be as much as you think. The fucking Will Smith one was. <laughs> I will I will put something together. It'll be pretty quick. We'll open the show with it, and then the winner of that is that fair? Can't wait to try to name all the Bond films. <laughs> don't don't blow up my spot. You could name all the Bond films? No. Damn. No, dude. <laughs> uh,
1: I could probably get
0: six. Do you? Would you guys like to name off some stuff that it can't be?
1: Bond films and Will nope. Smith films. Okay,
0: <laughs> no. We'll do no, no Will Smith, no Bond. That's, that's Kron's 2 request dan what do you got
2: i don't give a shit okay i was gonna say flip a coin but might as well make a show out of it the the game
1: will be more fun that at least creates content
0: yep it'll be the first thing we do well that's what we'll just open on
2: all right folks um we're five-day rentals. Closes a category. We, uh, oh, this does close a category. We do need to do uh, marry, fuck, kill. Ooh. Ooh. This might be a little tougher this time around, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. I think... I am going to marry Raising Kane because that would be an interesting marriage. Um, I am going to fuck split second because silver nipples and then I'm going to kill unhinged because I don't think I want to deal with Russell Crowe. <laughs>
0: I'm close. Yeah, you got to kill unhinged. You don't want that stress in your life. Mm -mm. Uh, I think I'm Mary Split Second. And I fuck Raising Kane and hope nobody finds out. (laughs) Uh, Mary Kane.
1: I'm just going to fuck the other two movies. I don't want to kill either one of them. (laughs) They're both great. No. No murder for me this round. I'm gonna just go and kill nothing but trouble over again. <laughs> oh,
0: God, I thought you were gonna say a woman that cut you off in traffic. <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> All right, that closes. I mean, that closes a category, and that closes like rounds. Like that is,
2: yeah, nine, uh, nine movies, nine ready. films. Yeah. We did nine, so that move that moves that means we move into a rewind show where next week we will be um, either picking up or putting down some films with uh, with some choices that we make. Each co-host here will get one. Full point, half point each to or one full point, whichever one you want to do, to bring up a film that they like or to bring down a film that they think's too high. And that's our rewind show. So uh this hang around. This for should that. be
0: every fucking nerd's slash film fan like
3: Dream What episode. a fun
0: premise. I look forward to a, a, a snapshot of the current board, cron Whenever you can post that, I'll get one out sometime so we can, this weekend. So we can dwell on our dwell on our moves. Now mm-hmm. I don't uh, being last in the pick. Who gives a fuck what I do, right? But
1: they're all important decisions. Or who knows? Or who
0: knows? Maybe some defensive moves will be need to be made.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I know I have one pick, and I do not know the second one. So
0: might get made last
2: rewind show. Um, I think everybody was pretty happy with the list. So I don't know. See what's been brought to the table. We'll see who's fucked up. We see who, uh, has accelerated and has, uh, achieved, but, uh, stay tuned ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was Unhinged from 2020. It's streaming for free on Amazon Prime, or not for free. You pay the fucking monthly price, but go check it out if you got Prime. <laughs> directed by Derek Borty, uh, by Oscar-winning actor Russell Crowe. It's a good time. Check it out, folks. See the best it's, actor
0: uh, we've had on the show so far. Uh,
2: I mean, we have covered two Treat Williams films. Oh yeah, I don't. So.
0: John Lithgow. I mean.
2: That's San John Lithgow. Maybe number three, we'll say. It's close. It's close. But everything changed. Lithgow got an Oscar.
0: I don't mean that to be combative.
2: (laughs) No, I don't think so. We had a. We we need to look that up. (laughs) Bacon and Tremors. Yeah, that's
1: true. He's at least like a name, you know. Yeah, but
0: but I mean, it's all we decided was that Hollow Man was his best movie in that whole episode. That's what we realized. (laughs)
2: That we haven't Play. even covered.
0: Yeah. Well, it can be. I mean, nobody can see it. It's hollow, man. Um, <laughs> Just try finding them. Talk about the most subtle performance, right? Mm-hmm. Playing the invisible man. Dan, let's get out of here. I'm sorry.
2: Folks, join us next week for the Rewind Show. Go check out Unhinged. Follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, email us. 5 podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell your brothers, tell your lovers. Uh, Crash and burn.
1: Fucking cop shot my shoulder up.
2: ten if you guys really want.
3: (laughs) No. I think you got it, man.